0: Friendship, for example, is a real gift It's an insane world In it there is one sanity The loyalty of old friends You're the best friends anybody ever had own bad, friend, good.
1: Bubba was my best good friend I had to make sure he was okay Friendship, family, these are things that matter
0: we just become best friends? Yep!
1: Touch my friends again Thanks, Mike. You're my
0: best friend here. Lose one friend. Lose all friends. Lose yourself.
1: We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life.
0: That's what friends are for, right? Friends. Friends. Louis, I think this is the
1: beginning of a beautiful friendship. If you're not over here in 15 minutes, you can find a new best friend. (laughs) You've been saying that since the fifth grade. Welcome to the I Am Your Friend podcast. I'm your host, Aiden Licker. This podcast is still sponsored by nobody... Um, but it should be coming. We hit the thing. I, I keep explaining this. I should stop doing this at this point, but, uh, I hit the thing that tells me I'm eligible and it says they're working on an ad for me to read and they just haven't gotten it to me yet, but we'll get there anyway. Uh, thanks for listening. Our guest today is our friend, Sarah, who is a local up comedian. Uh, I met Sarah doing standup at open mics and stuff and we became good pals. Uh, went to see Nate Bargatze together on yeah, uh, yeah. short notice, which was fun. Uh, And for a little bit, uh, you served me coffee.
2: For a little bit, yeah, yeah. I'm a star barista. There you go. Not really.
1: That seems like that should be a specific like trademark for Starbucks to own. You know, their star baristas. You think
2: they'll buy that from me? You should
1: sell that. Okay, I'll try. Yeah, I'll write, Mister Starbucks. There you go. Um, Sarah, thanks for coming on.
2: I'm so happy to be here. I love this. I um, I'd say we became fast friends. We did. Like once we met each other, could, yeah. We had a lot of similarities that I think gelled us pretty quickly.
1: Right. Liked a lot of the same comics. Our comedy style, I feel like, is very similar. It's very like dry and sarcastic. Sarcastic.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I get that so often. Everyone's like, "I love you. You're so sarcastic." Yeah, that's the, like. Ooh. Yeah,
1: that's what we're going for. Out it, here. Yeah. I'm not
2: though. Like I've just my whole life, people think I'm funny when I'm just saying things to them right and that's kind of it's like a blessing and a curse
1: yeah see mine is like I mean I some sometimes it's like that for but for me it's also like people are like wow you're a dick yes and I'm like oh man I wasn't trying to be a dick it's like I'm just like Mm -hmm. being sarcastic yeah
2: well that's like when I first started being a dick but when I first started recording myself to listen to my sets and like listen back to like learn from myself and if you're not recording your sets, you should be. You know.
1: I have every single set I've ever done. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. most. Of them I know. <laughs>
2: some of them, I'm yeah. like, I can't listen to this. It yeah. was so bad. There's
1: some that, for real, it's like when I bomb. It hurts. Yeah. It's like I don't delete it, but it's like I'm not. I'm never gonna listen to that.
2: I keep yeah. them forever, and I'm like, yeah. no. But when I first started listening back, I realized like, oh, I sound really mean yeah because when you get going you're like oh shoot i sound like that all the time and it's a harsh reality when you first start listening to yourself in that way totally like i think you learn a lot really fast just from that
1: yeah it's hard to do too Yeah. how long have you been doing (sighs) stand-up
2: if we exclude the pandemic i would say a little under two years okay so
1: so you started right before things shut yes. down and then you had to stop. That's and then awesome.
2: I had to stop and think about it for two years. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh I miss this yeah, so nice.
1: much. So, yes, my thing was I was about to start mm. December 20 or December 2019. Uh, I had run into Zach Dietsch. Mm-hmm. Shout out Zach Deach. I'm sure um, he's listening. He might. <laughs> um we do talk every every once in a while but i'll tell he, him we uh, talked
2: about him and he'll listen the whole day oh way.
1: there that's your, you should have mentioned it at yeah, the end should. right i know uh but yeah so how i got into it and zach knows the stories uh you know we ran into each other at the pink uh and he was i actually didn't know him at the time he was with like some of my friends who introduced me to him and he told me he was a uh, comic and i was like dude i was like i love stand-up comedy so much love the art of it um you know i'm a big like stand-up fan always have been I, i've always wanted to try it but i'm like i have no idea how you even start like mm-hmm. and then he kind of gave me like you know the groundwork of like oh you you write jokes i'm like yeah i write them in my notes app on my phone he's like great take those and go to Tudor lounge on mondays and go to Nietzsche's on tuesdays and milky's on wednesdays and good bar on mm-hmm. thursdays and, all of them the yeah, grind yep and just go go up and read you can read from your phone to start you know what yeah. I mean. like that was the whole thing I didn't understand was I was like because my biggest fear was that I would fuck up
2: oh yeah the, dude. like
1: w- how I was telling it um, so he's like no just bring your notes up and I like was like what like I didn't know I can do that yet. yeah Yeah. so uh, you know at that point I was focused like very heavily on my band and stuff uh, but I was like that was my plan it was in the back of my mind I was, I was like alright I'm gonna start writing jokes more seriously and I'm gonna go hit an open mic and then pandemic hits and i'm like all mm-hmm. right we'll, we'll get back to that eventually uh and then when max moved back to buffalo oh you out. knew
2: him before he moved yeah
1: yeah yeah oh, just through, right. like the music scene and stuff max and i had been friends
2: shout out max yeah. too
1: max was friends with like the guys in my band before i was in the band with them so i knew them oh, <coughs> knew him through them, Yeah. okay so max had moved back to buffalo um when he was from living in spain and i had been talking to him about you know his stand-up um, again, just as like a fan of stand up, like anybody I know that's going to start it, I'm going to want to go see him and stuff. So I started going out to the open mics just to see him do it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I think I could do this. Like I felt way less intimidated. Mm. So you had a friend was, in it first. Yeah. I just kind
2: of jumped in.
1: Right. Which I think most people do.
2: Yeah. They started noticing me and I was like, shit, I have to go up. Can I swear? I can swear. Yeah, of course. All it's right. a podcast. Yeah. Uh, once you get a sponsor though. Right. Once Starbucks sponsors you
1: maybe yeah i wonder yeah i don't know because like most comedy podcasts have like tons of sponsors and they say we'll find you one things, you like know?
2: adam and eve or something oh, i feel like that's that always the first one yeah. for podcasts yeah.
1: well the first one is going to be the podcast hosting site which you hear on a lot of podcasts as well i'm not going to say their name because they didn't give me the ad yet so if i'm not making money off of it they're not getting anything from me but uh so that one is usually but then yeah you get like adam and eve and you get um honey usually like yes yeah the honey and then like erectile dysfunction medicine oh. is always a hair loss medicine and stuff i hear a lot hmm. delta eight that kind of stuff i don't know i listen to too many podcasts i guess so yeah do you listen to podcasts at all
2: yeah i listen to a few i listen to like your mom's house i kind yeah. of dropped off yeah, of that yeah, yeah we've talked about that um now. Well, we were just on a road trip. So we did a few podcasts. We did one called Sawbones. And it's like a married couple who just talks about medical things throughout history. Like the woman is a doctor. Okay. And so she's like, oh, this is how they used to like do lobotomies or like this is what oh, that they use mercury for yeah. throughout the ages and like birth control or... It was pretty interesting. It's I a love good dynamic.
1: Shit. My I was like during the pandemic I was very into like the informative or like history. Gotta like,
2: learn something. Any stuff
1: that was like very like I love lear- I love learning shit, you know, mm-hmm. like so um especially stuff like that is so cool. Um and then I don't know. I think once I started like dabbling again with the idea of starting stand up, I just like went full in and now I only listen to comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even listen to anything mm-hmm. else. So yeah, and that's where my life's at now. Hmm. Um, Me and Max were talking about starting our own comedy podcast. It's like a duo. Really? Yeah. And every time I see him, he's like, When are we going to start our podcast? Didn't
2: he just start one?
1: Yeah, he's got another one doing it. Yeah. It hasn't started yet. I'm just glad I'm on this one before he is. Whoa. Yeah.
2: I'm calling him out. (laughs) I debated him the other night. Did you see those photos? I did.
1: Yeah. What was going on with that?
2: Okay. So this is comedy for all the listeners out there. It's how glamorous it is. We had a show, no one came. Um, right before the show started, a drunk old man fell and broke his hip right outside of the entrance. Where was the show? South City Tavern.
1: Is that the one in South Buffalo? Mm hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So I saw Lutz coming up. Yeah. Sean Lutz, shout Sean, out. Sean Lutz. Um, We saw him outside because, you know, he's so tall. So we just saw his top half looking down at somebody and we're like, what is going on out there? And they're like, oh, Jack, Jack, John, whatever his fucking name was. Fell and broke his hip. And we're like, oh, my God. So just Lutz was out there with him for 20 minutes.
1: Lutz is such a nice guy.
2: He is. Well, <laughs> I think he fell onto Lutz's foot. Oh, So, so he, he was he involved had some by... Obligation. Yeah, 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 he had to stay.
1: Yeah. All right. I take it back, Lutz. Yeah. You're a dick. He's
2: all right. Yeah.
1: No, he's good. He's... Uh, I love Sean Lutz. Uh, he's I one of my favorite local comics because I love how he just like... <laughs> <laughs> yells, essentially. Mm-hmm. His you know Long I mean? Island yelling. Yeah. Every time
2: I see him, I'm like, Sean!
1: Yeah. yeah he's got a lot of he's good great. jokes about being Jewish that I appreciate. Oh, my God. Uh, great appreciation jokes we can't for the repeat. Jewish culture. Yeah. We no, cannot. he has to tell them. Yeah. I also <laughs> we don't want to ruin him. his bits. If you see Sean Lutz on a show, go see him and you'll, you'll hear it. It's good. It's funny. <laughs> so, Sarah, you're moving to New York City.
2: <sighs> I am. Not as soon as I'd like, but we're getting the ball rolling. Sure. So... I'll be there in the whole month of July. I'm apartment sitting for my cousin. Cool. So it's a free apartment in Brooklyn for a month, which rules. On her. Um, I know. I was like, I'll watch your cat. That's that's great. Um, we're gonna go down, figure some things out, try and find some jobs. Um, ideally, I'd like to find a remote job or a design job. Um, but we're just gonna see what happens. Like, we have to come back anyway, tie up some loose ends. But this is like the big first step before. Doing it yeah unless we hate it which i don't think i'll hate it
1: have you you've been I oh assume, yeah
2: yeah yeah. my whole life i mean i have family there i try and go as often as i can yeah um which is not as often as i'd like unfortunately i love new york city it's amazing for music comedy art yeah anything you want to do food yeah anything i just
1: spent i just got back from i was uh did a little weekend run in canada uh with the band spaced shout out shout out space i filled in on guitar for one show and was uh just your
2: previous guest right a few weeks ago yeah
1: yeah yeah. um which uh she crushed it all weekend she did guest vocals for the headlining band at the toronto show yeah which was their home it was the, the band is like pacific they're from toronto they had a headliner show last night in toronto that was nuts like this show mm. for a sunday night and it was pride it was toronto pride yesterday oh really so like i did not expect much f- from the show but it was packed it was insane and wow. then the band had lexi come up and do the last song did guest vocals for the. what was the song. venue uh hard luck or something like that huh. i'm probably super wrong on yeah, that
2: it's all right i, I miss uh, toronto too that's a great city yo we used to go That's there a lot the before the I pandemic. I
1: I've never like I've only gone to Toronto for like a day trip. Like I've gone up to like go oh, to really? a show or something and then came right back. <clears throat> so you like we got into we played Waterloo on Saturday night and drove right to Toronto and mm-hmm. stayed at the singer of like Pacific's apartment and in he lives like right in like the heart of Toronto. Um, wow well at least it seemed like it i don't know the geography of toronto but like we were in the city downtown yeah yeah. and um it was to spend the whole day there was just so cool like i i gained a lot of appreciation for that city reminds me a lot of, of philly really um just the way things are set up felt a lot like i've only been to philly once so, I'm only I'm basing it off one thing. Yeah, so. I've only been once. But it it did it felt like a lot like Philly for some reason. But it was a Canadian Philly. Uh huh. but dude, Toronto's so fire. Um amazing food everywhere. Oh. Everybody God. in Canada is so nice.
2: Yes. Last time we were there was right before the Trump election. Oh, interesting. And every time somebody found out we were American. They were like, oh, what do you think? Yeah, I was like, not good things. What right.
1: So similarly, this weekend, um, every time people found out we were American, they were asking us about Roe v. Wade getting overturned. Oh, God. Um,
2: We don't have enough time for that, Aiden. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> um, no, it was... I Every time I leave, something bad happens. Hmm. Like, the last time... Are you
2: connected to it?
1: I don't know. I remember uh, when I went... The last tour I went on... The Kyle Rittenhouse ruling happened where he was like found innocent after Jeez. like killing two people. And I remember just being like in the van and just doom scrolling forever. And it like weighed heavy on my mind for a long time while I was on yeah. the road. Uh, and then when I was in New Orleans, when the Buffalo shooting happened.
2: Oh my God. And that wow. was like, yeah. You're a curse. I
1: know, dude. Every time I leave, something bad happens. Yeah. So like that sucked, you know, because I was like at a bachelor party and we just got there and it was supposed to be like, you know, the Fun. time of our lives and we're all oh like fuck God. dude like our home has been you know
2: a hellscape
1: terrorized yeah um and then yeah and then i go to canada uh and roe v wade gets overturned like on our way there and it was just like fucking a dude like mm-hmm. yeah so um that was tough but i mean i man canada they just seem like i mean obviously they got their problems first of all i mean i came went into Canada pissed off because they hit us with a random covid test
2: really yeah, yeah. do you still have to get what is the testing so like no, now
1: so no now it's like because you have to use the arrive can thing to show up like what you is have, that? it's like, like a an pre-check app? yeah okay so you have to like fill out who's all going and like what you're like you fill out all the stuff it does make the process much smoother mm-hmm. to get through the border which is nice but part of the arrive can thing is like they now any when you do it They just randomly select anybody who's registered to get COVID tests. Oh. So we just got hit with, they let like no issue getting through. They just come walking out with five like PCR tests, like take home tests. But Mm. you had to like register the kit and then you had to get on like a FaceTime call with like a representative. Oh, with a physician. Yeah. and And they have to like watch you do it and then you have to mail it mail it in and all this shit dude it was a fucking. how nightmare. long
2: did that even take what do you mean mail it in
1: you had to like we had to take them Can all you to just show
2: them like it's negative no
1: so like they literally gave them to us at the border and we're like go to canada and then while you're here within a day get those mailed
2: what's the point of that why don't, don't they know. just do a rapid at the border that's what i'm
1: saying i'm like why not just give it to us like while we're sitting here
2: yeah 15 minutes max yeah.
1: no it was a nightmare because huh. also you know the data is weird like on your phone. So oh, like yeah. you get only like half a gig a day of what data. you What's your phone plan? I mean, I got Verizon Unlimited and like I get international data, but it's half a gig a day.
2: Mm, I know? have Google Fi. I think I have... Whoa. Yeah, I the like it. The cell
1: phone network?
2: Yeah, it's pretty damn good to us. We get, um, I think we get like international. It's pretty good. I switched a few years ago and you only pay for what you use for data unless you have a max
1: interesting
2: dude my phone bill sometimes is like 30 a month
1: i wonder about some of these phone plans about like because you know like i just assume if it's not like verizon or at&t and now like you know t-mobile and sprint merged, i'm like if it's not one of those i feel like it can't be good but i see i don't know like i hear those ryan reynolds commercials you know I'm like, ah, i kind of trust him you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's handsome i trust yeah, him yeah
1: he's canadian
2: oh he is yeah oh he is all right
1: so i trust them a little bit but yeah no same thing with google google fi is what it's called
2: google fi i wouldn't have done it myself andy got it first yeah, shout, shout out andy, andy. <laughs> um shout out bloom and rose hey that could be a sponsor
1: well it's bloom and rose
2: his business
1: oh 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 i'm sorry i didn't know that i don't know that's about all right his business. why no, don't you tell me about it so it's we a can...
2: knish business they're delicious
1: knish yeah what's knish
2: Oh God! It's like a Jewish deli food.
1: Oh, oh, oh! They're I do like know what this is. Pastry I, with potato. I'm such a fucking asshole at the beginning of the podcast. And I'll you don't about watch? Oh, I have a great, great appreciation for Jewish culture. And then I go, "What's a knish?" No, you didn't you use like Sean's jokes. Well, I do have an appreciation for <laughs> Jewish culture.
2: If anyone's getting sponsored by them, it's Sean Lutz. All
1: right, I'll, uh, uh, he has a knish business. Cool. He does. What's Bloom Bloomin' Rose?
2: The Bloomin' Rose.
1: Okay, and uh,
2: they just do markets. They're in a few groceries. I think cool. Lexington Co-op, Village Artisans. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's I hope nuts. this is all accurate.
1: Yeah. Did you do like farmer's markets and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Elmwood, Kenmore, a few others. I feel Damn, like... Damn,
1: I got an Andy on here.
2: I, you should have. He's been on a podcast.
1: Yeah, I would love now to. Now we're sounds, evened out. That that sounds so interesting.
2: What? podcast had him on i gotta it might get have more been a like, food one
1: more like andy would uh, love to do
2: it he's got a beautiful voice for radio too i <laughs> yeah, always tell him that yeah that's one of the reasons i fell in love with him his voice oh my that's god he, his speaking voice oh yeah yeah i've never heard him sing we've yeah. been together eight years i've never heard him sing he doesn't sing he doesn't sing at yeah. uh, are speaks eloquently yes he well he can't waste it on singing that's right. why yeah that's, r- we're, that's fair I we're quite opposites on on in that way like i'm very eccentric very all over the place yeah and he's like my steady
1: yeah rock he's foundation
2: a he a mensch yeah what it's is mensch that sounds bad
1: no ask andy he'll tell you it's Mench? a jewish
2: thing is it a Ju- he's not jewish though What all right why is this man
1: out here culturally <laughs> appropriating nah, nah, for nah, he's off
2: the pod his partners are jewish <laughs>
1: yeah <I know. laughs> you're
2: not <laughs> jewish you can't come on my podcast
1: <laughs> you're not gonna That'll come go out here well. and talk about jewish food no i'm just kidding uh no, a mensch is like a Yiddish term for like an upstanding person. Okay,
2: like, so a shiksa. I'd be a shiksa though because I'm not a Jewish woman, right? I don't know. Eh.
1: Now you lost me. Save it for love. I know some stuff. I know that calling somebody a mensch is like, they're, they're a good It sounds
2: like such a, a not good word. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, you what? ever see those TikToks that are uh, Jewish or anti-Semitic where that guy goes through New York and he finds Jewish people and he just like names like any topic and he's like, is this, would you consider this Jewish or anti-Semitic? They have to decide. No, like what? What's an example? Um, Uh, winter. Like, is winter Jewish or (laughs) anti-Semitic? And people like that's Jewish. It's very Jewish. Really? They're saying summer is anti-Semitic. Yeah, because it's always it's too hot. Interesting. Oh
2: my, it's too hot. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I've always had some fat, and uh, maybe it's it's tied into like my love for comedy because so many great comedians were Jewish. But I just I've always had such Hmm. a Fascination with Jewish culture. I think it's fun.
2: I will say, I don't know if this is... It's not. When I was little, I really wanted to be Jewish. Yeah. I don't know why. I still do. And I think it stemmed from wanting to upset my grandmother. Like, I hate...
1: your grandmother hate Jews?
2: No. She's just extremely Catholic. Yeah. And I... See, when I... This was my form of comedy, was... was pushing the boundaries with my parents and family members Mm -hmm. and i'd be like hey dad because i have older parents so like my dad is 70 i'm 27 so it's quite a gap but his mom was just an old italian woman and i was like i'm gonna tell grandma i'm converting to judaism because her she was such a catholic guilter she would tell me and my sister i can't die happy until you and your sister get your communion and your confirmation wow i know and we were like "Ooh, sorry graham like no way yeah so my dad was like if you tell her that she might die for real don't tell her that
1: so you didn't make any you didn't make your first communion or Mm -mm. damn i got all that shit did you really i I, I do we
2: were the only ones that didn't i think because my parents didn't really raise us catholic okay like we there was a scandal one year for i think easter my mom dressed us in leopard print, and my grandma was so upset.
1: You Be- can't do leopard print. I don't Easter?
2: know. I guess not. But uh-huh. she was just like, "This is not religious." Yeah.
1: Well, you're spo- Yeah, I think on Easter is. Like, this is not fancy you're enough. We're like, you know, a nice dress. Pastels. Yeah, pastels. She did black and leopard
2: for all of us because we would match yeah. me and my sister because yeah. we're only a year apart.
1: Well, I mean, how old was your grandmother?
2: Oh God, she died when she was 89, yeah. which was like. Nine years ago, seven years ago. I don't know. She was older.
1: Old. Yeah, more conservative. Very traditional. Yeah, traditional Mm -hmm, is what mm -hmm. I should have said. Not conservative. Traditional, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: So I would just try and fuck with her as much as possible. That was, I was the youngest too on that side. So I was always punching up. I had older boy cousins. So I just, that was my way of like, this is how I'm going to make my mark on the family is kind of just mess with everybody and Mm -hmm. make them laugh.
1: There you go.
2: And I think it helped a little bit now.
1: Damn. Yeah, I wish I would have said. That's funny because I, I think we've talked about this before about how like you were always like the go to like funny person in your family, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Which I am not. Really? Like, that's so am, funny like, to me.
1: I would, I would say like, if you surveyed my family, I would probably come pretty low on the list.
2: Who's top? Who's funniest? Um,
1: well, I think my my thing is like my entire family is funny. Like, okay. My brother Danny's super funny. My brother Brendan is the funniest person I know. Like, that kid's fucking hilarious. But Mm -hmm. he's just, like, these... They're also, like, naturally funny. Mm -hmm. Where I have just always been, like, an observer Mm -hmm. of, like... I was like, oh, he said that. And they all laughed. Why did they all laugh at that? And I'm like, if I said that same thing, would they laugh? And it's like, no. It's delivery. Right. And like, so like, I was always an observer of like, how can I do that? You know? Interesting. Um, so, yeah. So I think uh, when I started doing stand up, like some of my, I, I mean, I don't know how they responded. Some of them came and like, you know, to the um, Buffalo's Funniest uh, event. And so obviously, um, you know, there they were like, you were funny. Mm mm-hmm. um, but I think <laughs> I would, I, if I'm, I'm willing to guess that a lot of my family would be like, what? Like Aiden's doing stand up? Like, really? Yeah, See, mine, they know.
2: were like, oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Which it's funny you said that you like, you observed and tried to figure out how to be funny. I, if I ever made people laugh, I'd be like, oh, why are they laughing at that? Right. Like, I'm just saying, and it's the sarcasm curse. I'm yeah. like, I'm just saying stuff. And even on stage still, like yeah. I, um, if I don't have anything to talk about, I'll just bring a premise and kind of just spit something out. And sure. if I get a chuckle, I'm like, Hmm, okay. That part works. Now make more on that. Right. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I always like finding like, or hearing about how people start, you know, cause it's always, yeah, let's I do, I do that. Find that how it's did we start? Why did um, we start? How do we start? Um, I mean, I already told my story of how I started stand up. Oh, all right. Yeah. I guess I'll go. Yeah.
2: I um, I just decided one day, I think, because I of story cool. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Podcast over. End tape. No, I just, I just did it. <laughs> I just did it. Yeah. Done. Um, I had kind of kicked around the idea, and I remember the day I did it perfectly. Like I was at work. And I was just like, ah, today's the day. Like I can't go any longer without trying it. I just have to do it. And then I went to Milky's and I signed up and I sat there terrified. Milky's was my first first mic. mic.
1: Yeah.
2: Milky's. I love it though. Like I love Milky's and I love Nietzsche's because of how the room is set up. Yeah. Like I do much better, in my opinion, when it's more of like uh, an open floor plan. Yeah, yeah. Because Nietzsche's you're right there, same level conversational milky's kind of the same way yeah like good bar
1: good bar set up like it's a show
2: good bar is too intimidating like i do enjoy it but it's harder to see people's faces and i'm much more um i don't know the right word i just feed off of people's energy right so like i just think i'm better in conversation i come up with witty things just off the cuff and if i can't see people (laughs) i can't do it
1: i'm the exact opposite
2: Interesting. Yeah. Calculated. I'm
1: terrified of anything getting thrown at me because I am like a writer. You know what I mean? Like, I am writing every piece of my joke and like framing it perfectly to make it work, you know? That ruined me. So that's honestly why I like the good bar, Mike, because like everybody at, at Milky's and at Nietzsche's, people are there. A lot of people are just there to just sit at the bar. Yes. They're not necessarily there to listen to comedy No, nope. you know? and i love the We're challenge good bar because it's upstairs everybody is there to see comedy mm-hmm. and that's what i kind of like about it is that it's like i can try to like you know when i get up there like people are actually paying attention rather than you know it's just people who Hopefully. just got off work and are just sitting at yeah it depends what time you get it yeah um when all the comics are depends who's lined there lined up at the bar and yeah. how late it is yeah um yeah anyway so how'd your first mic go at milky's
2: Enough. It went well enough for me to keep going. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I recorded it. That's the only one I haven't recorded. I think. Wow. Which is, I don't know why I didn't. I actually didn't.
1: didn't record my first one either at Nietzsche's. Yeah. Because I didn't even know that was a thing. I was so nervous, and I was just like, you know, working on getting my like, just making sure I didn't fumble over my words. That <sighs> I didn't think about anything.
2: Yeah, it went well enough. I think I made Jesse chuckle. Nice. Yeah. But it's big, it wasn't. You know, what
1: he lets out that.
2: Ha. I don't even know if it was that strong. It might have been like a, yeah, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm nailing it. This is great. Yeah. But if I were to listen to it now, oh boy, I think it takes one laugh for you to want to keep going. Totally. But like bombing, hurts.
1: It does so yeah. much. I mean, so much. I still haven't really taken on a full like bomb, like because like, okay. Well, no, no, no. my <laughs> thing is like I've only bombed in rooms where it's like three people are there. Yeah. You know, where it's you, like, it's
2: hard to like nail. I haven't
1: head. bombed in a full room. Okay. Um, and, but that's, I'm just doing mics, which I think mics are much more forgiving. Um, I mean, I don't know. I probably have, like, maybe at Nietzsche's, I've done, I don't know. But, like, I haven't, at least I haven't felt the, you know. See,
2: I'm too hard on myself. Okay. So even if, I'm mad, but. even if I did okay in my mind, I'm like, oh, I bombed. Yeah. And then I'll go home and just sit in it and I'm like, ugh. Have you ever this has happened to me a few times where I just lay in bed and you just let out a noise because you're like, that's all I can do. Right. You're just like, oh, yeah. Next time it'll be better.
1: Right. I think like all that's happened to me is like there I know. So there's some nights at Nietzsche's where like I will I'll be telling my jokes and nobody's laughing, but nobody's paying attention either. Mm -hmm. So I don't consider that bombing. No, I mean, it's like nobody's even listening to me. But like what i what I like what I picture bombing in my head, it's like full audience staring at you, nobody's laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I haven't had that yet. So Good. luckily what I've had anyway's attention, I at least you know, I have some jokes that don't work great or you know, or just one joke that didn't get a laugh, but like something I said earlier got like one chuckle, you mm-hmm. know. Um so but I know I'm waiting for it. I know it's gonna happen, you know. You
2: are you're, you're do a bomb yeah. or I, two. absolutely. But see, you have this is what you didn't have to figure out i'm guessing but i did is like you have been a performer right for a long time right yeah when did you start
1: uh 13 okay Started, yeah so like like, being the front man of a band oh god
2: so you and i think i mentioned that when we first met i was like you are new but you don't you're not you're not afraid right which makes a huge difference
1: yeah um i definitely like i'm a i've always been like a good public speaker mm-hmm. um i remember in like the sixth grade i like got selected to like read something like do a reading at like uh <laughs> something for my school district like for like the Ooh. the board of like what is the board of education for like my town really it was, like a huge event and there was like 50 people there in suits and i was 11 years old and i had to go up and like do a reading for it and i remember being what did you have to that. read i don't even remember Huh. I literally I just remember doing it how bizarre um but I remember like they picked me because they were like you're like you
2: you won't cry on stage yeah
1: i just like i don't know and i went up and i did it and they even like i remember they like changed what i was supposed to read like right before
2: oh yeah
1: and uh which like who the fuck does that show business (laughs) they're
2: like you seem confident we made a few changes right
1: yeah but i think i did well yeah and that was like and i remember people making like a big deal (laughs) you didn't record it yeah right (laughs) No, but, like, of people from, like, the district being, like, you're a very well-spoken oh. 11-year-old or whatever. So, like, I did always have, like, yeah, that's never... I've been, always been, like, naturally good at public speaking, I guess. Um,
2: I have not.
1: But I will say there is such a huge difference between, like, going and playing music and going and doing stand-up. Because mm-hmm. the silence that exists between every word of stand-up is insane.
2: It feels, like, way longer than it is. Yeah
1: yeah and we're like with mute like playing in a band it's like you're playing a song that like you've written in practice like Mm -hmm. it's so specific which notes you have to hit which melodies you sing and what words fit there like it all like flows very well we're like telling a joke it's just like
2: you're on your own
1: yeah there's no like i mean there is like in a sense a rhythm to it you know what i mean and like a way to deliver it that can be like a song but it's like but it's never the same Mm -hmm. you know and like at any point somebody can yell something out and like throw a complete fork in it that you have to be ready for yeah um and that part of it is is terrifying i I mean the first time the first time i went up at Nietzsche's, i remember my legs just shaking really my legs were shaking so bad as a person i did horribly at Nietzsche's my first time yeah um
2: but now it's my favorite
1: I think, I mean, they, like, I definitely got some, like, sympathy laughs because, like, uh, Samson uh, introduced me and was like, this is a new comic. Like, I remember him <laughs> saying, like, how do we treat new comics? So, like, everybody Aww. clapped, and I was like. Shout out It Samson. made me feel better. Yeah, shout out Jake <laughs> Samson. Good dude. Uh, and, yeah, so I went up, and I, I feel like I definitely got, you know, sympathy laughs and stuff. But yeah. what was cool is that, like, you know, I had then, after that, like, after doing it for a couple months, like, I saw somebody's first set. As well. So, like, I made sure. Like, and you watch. And you, right. You're, you're and you're like, like, who's like, the new guy? Yeah, throw him some good. sympathy yeah, laughs. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't do so, sympathy
2: laughs. Uh, I don't. I'm sorry. It
1: depends. I don't yeah. do fake
2: compliments either. I don't like doing the good set. Well, I love that so, for you. Yeah. I for like, me. Yeah. Don't lie to people. Yeah. I don't, we are in the business of... You find out really fucking quick if what you're saying works or not. Yeah. So, like, if you bomb, and then I'm like, I definitely, Good set, Aiden. Right, right? Come
1: right. on. Well, so there's like, I also am a person who like laughs easily at things. Like, I uh-huh. just think a lot of things are funny. Like, my threshold for what I find funny is very wide. Mm-hmm. So, I remember there was one night at Nietzsche's where I won't say who it was, but they went up and they. And, like, I don't know, I guess people weren't laughing at it. Uh Um, And I was, like, laughing pretty hard. Like, I thought these were really good jokes. Uh, And I didn't know the guy. I still don't really know him that well. Uh, But then he uh, walked by, and I was like, hey, man, like, those are great jokes. Mm -hmm. And he, like, totally was like, fuck you to me. Like, not, like, word for word, but just like. (gasps) He was just
2: like, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, like.
2: Was it a newer person? No.
1: Very, very established person. Oh, see,
2: and that's the thing when people have been doing it for so long. Like they get sour really quick.
1: But yeah, but see for like, and I was like, not like, I was very genuine. I was like, dude, like I loved those jokes. Like Mm -hmm. they were making me laugh. And I just wanted to like share that, you know, And then for that. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Like I get it, you know, but it's also like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I I honestly, like maybe this is my own delusion, but like. I would much rather accept a compliment from a non-comic than a comic.
1: Right. Well, this guy didn't even know me, so there's no way he knew I was a comic. Oh, well, there you go.
2: Although sometimes if it's a comic you respect, and then they're like, that was, like, you handled that well, or you did that. Because I remember specific times where that's happened to me. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. yeah, I'm all right then. Right. That
1: happened to me recently. Mm -hmm. I did the mic at OSB. Mm -hmm. Um, You were there for a little bit, but that was the first time I went up there. And there were a that few... one's tough. Yeah, it was, and uh, I, I, well, I got lucky that night that I happened to know a group of the guys that were hanging out at the back table. Oh,
2: so they listened.
1: Yeah, so I did. That's I...
2: a talkative bar.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, I guess the on those nights it's the same nights that they do softball. Like their sponsored softball team plays, mm-hmm. so they all come in and just like party in the back. And I knew a lot of those guys, so um, I who's their up.
2: sponsor? You can get them for the podcast
1: um the well the softball team is sponsored um, by osb the bar oh okay yeah okay. so it's like a bar league thing i'm trying to get you um, a sponsor i so know hard. i thought about that about like trying to get like local sponsors because this is basically a local podcast like i'm only talking about buffalo two buffalo people people listening are buffalo people you know so yeah. like i don't know i just don't know how to go about doing that but maybe hmm. um but yeah anyway that happened at osb i there were a few like comics there who like i really respect and think are really funny who like Gave me compliments on my set that night, yeah. which was when that was like my set leading up to my performance for the Buffalo Oh, Funniest so Thing. it so matters. It did matter. And it, it was awesome that, um, cause that was like I did like the ac- exact set that I did at Helium for the, I did it at OSB that night and, uh, got some compliments from like pretty like seasoned vets, you know. Yeah. So I was like, that's sick. Like that made me feel really, really good, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
2: What else do we have in common? Music. I was raised by a musician. Yeah. Which I think is helpful. It was very helpful. Yeah. Like before my um my Buffalo's funniest, I was like so terrified because I had never performed at Helium. I had never like after the pandemic, I don't think they had any mics there. Yeah. So I was like, Dad, how do you handle being nervous for something like this? And he was like, Oh, you're on your own. Like yeah. at least I have a band. Like you're just right. by yourself. Yeah. And I was like, that is, was that supposed to make me feel better? Right, <laughs> it did not. Is,
1: it's a completely different level of like uh, having attention on you. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: because if at least if you're playing music, you can't hear the disappointment in the audience. Yeah. Or you right, can't hear right. just like the. Just
1: yeah, and like snarky even,
2: comments,
1: right? And even right, so you can't hear what the crowd is saying during during your performance. And like pretty much no matter what, like even if you royally fuck up, like for the most part, when the song's done, everybody claps. Yes, you know, so it's like,
2: I mean, people clap after mics, but it's not. Oh yeah, well, after it's, it's not the, set, the same. It's yeah. more of a pity. Like, all yeah. right, get them off the stage now.
1: Right. right. Yeah, it's a it's a formality yeah yeah, and with that but yeah yeah it's interesting I don't know I've been loving it though I've been loving doing stand up I'm so happy I said it I love doing, it yeah.
2: too it's it really changes you I think
1: totally like it I, does man I feel what's so funny is that I've been in like comedy mode for so long I was on this tour uh, not tour weekend run in, in Canada and uh, you know the band that I <clears throat> was spaced as a hardcore band and mm-hmm. all the rest of the bands were like pop punk like emo hardcore kind of bands. So like the thing is like, and I used to like be a big, like avid member of that scene, you mm-hmm. know? And the people in that scene are generally like, you know, alternative people who are like very sensitive and like, you know, very progressive and like, which, you know, I consider myself all of those things, but it's like, I almost had to shift gears out of comedy mode because I was just like, we were talking and I was like explaining The context of this is going to be weird, but like I was explaining (laughs) that I had an old nickname that people used to call me that stemmed from a derivative of the word penis. What was the nickname?
2: You can't just graze over that. Fine.
1: So I had friends who used to call me Pueden, which is because they used to refer to the their penises as a Pued because of like the pud. Like you like you ever hear the expression pulling your pud? No. All right. Well, now you is it a male? Yeah.
2: Okay. Well.
1: Well, I don't know. Pulling your pud—it's like another word for jacking off. <laughs> okay. Um, that
2: sounds not fun.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, it it's, sounds
2: like taking a shit.
1: Yeah, it's uh, right. It seems—it okay. seems to make it more of like a mundane exercise of oh, I gotta go pull my pud or something, you know. But he's up there pulling his pud anyway. It's fun to say actually. There's the good alliteration. I'll
2: leave it. it to you. Sure. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so they, so I used to hang out with these guys in high school that like would would refer to it as a pud because it's like hilarious to call it that and then like they you know the they changed it over time to played uh and then and then that sounds like your name right Mm. so then they started calling me played and then like so then that transferred a little bit when i got to college like somehow a few people caught on to that and so like i have a few buddies one of them being in the band shout out john vaughn who still calls me playeds and I was, ex- and he was, he was like, does anybody still call you that? I'm like, no, not really. And then, like, I ex- was explaining the origin of it, that it comes from penis. And I said the word penis, like, ten times. Mm. And, like, my buddy Dan is sitting there, like, looking at me, like, dude, like, what, like... You're just yelling "penis," like there's people everywhere, yeah. around, like, and I'm just like, and I'm like, what, what's wrong with that? Like, I can't say the word "penis," mm-hmm. but then I like, like an hour later, I like thought about it, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I am like totally like in a different element that I'm used to right now, where like I've been in full comedy mode, where it's like say whatever you want. Comics are shameless. No matter, yeah, it's
2: kind of ruined talking to non-comics. It's crazy. Because, like, I'm very straightforward anyway, and I'm very blunt.
1: I'm a very direct person. It
2: helps narrow, uh, like, friends.
1: Yeah, totally. Like,
2: I'll have friends for a minute, and then they're like, oh, you're too much. Or, you know. Yeah. But, like, I will say things and then horrify my mother or my sister or just like non-comics right and i'm like oh did i say something weird or wrong
1: right and it's like i'm never i don't think i'm ever really saying anything like outwardly offensive
2: yeah that's my issue too aiden
1: (laughs) (laughs) um no but i i uh i don't know but sometimes i will say things and like depending on who's in the room people will be like jesus yeah 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 oh i get that a lot yeah yeah, I don't know. It is weird, but it is. Yeah, it does. It changes you, especially when you spend. I mean, when I'm going to Mike's every day, every night of the and week, almost time around comics all the time, it all does it degenerate. like there's this shift that happens, but it's good. Like, I like it. I love it. I feel it. like I can like fully be an unfiltered version of myself.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's why I fell in love with it so yeah. fast was like I was always very shy, which is hard to believe. I it think is. after knowing me, oh, yeah, I used to like hide behind my mom's legs like, I wouldn't talk to anybody. Sure. My dad was like, I I didn't expect it to be you to be the one to do this, but I'm so happy that it is because it just made sense. Yeah. Um, Funny story. Kindergarten graduation. Shout out uh, ABC daycare. Uh, Where's that? Williamsville. Okay.
1: I feel like we had one of those too. Yeah.
2: ABC, one, (laughs) two, three, (laughs) whatever. We had a kindergarten graduation and I remember... I was so terrified I cried and ran off the stage in the middle of the ceremony. Wow. Because we had to sing songs. Yeah. And I just, like, couldn't handle it. Sure. But now I'm doing stand-up. Well, look at you. Look at me. Yeah. What would you do if I started crying in the middle of my set and ran off the stage?
1: I've seen that happen. Not in stand-up. Oh, shit. But I saw... One time I went to this performance for, like, uh, I girl that my friend was dating was part of it was like a vocal coach like this like vocal coach puts on like a showcase of her students who she's a vocal oh
2: coach yeah for. yeah and, like a recital
1: uh, yeah there we go and i went to like you know support my friend's girlfriend and uh there was a girl who like came out and like went to do a song and <sighs> just like froze
2: oh god yeah i just
1: like started crying and was just like oh, i just no. put the mic on and just ran off the stage, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's tough to see. You feel so bad, yeah, but it's also like, oh my god, like it's like creates so much tension in the room, you yeah.
2: because well, everyone's like, uh, she okay,
1: yeah, yeah. That
2: happened to me. I had a piano recital when I was young, and um, one of the other performers I think was like puking in the bathroom.
1: Damn, I know, yeah,
2: well, you can't handle it,
1: yeah, I uh, I mean, I kind of like got in, I always wanted to perform. Um, but I was, I think, like, a little bit of, like, a shyer kid, Mm uh, and I think that, like, I started, like, almost forcing myself to be, like, outgoing to, like, like, I don't know, to, like, overcome that or something, because, like, all of my older brothers were all, like, very outgoing people. Are you the youngest? Second youngest. Second, okay. So, like, I almost kind of, like, from a young age, like, realized that, and, uh, so I, like, forced myself to, like, do that, but I really... It was weird. I have this weird thing where, like, I almost like, hate attention, but, like, oh. but I love performing and I love entertaining.
2: I love the attention.
1: There we go. Nice. Well, I like, like, yeah, I don't know. I just like the performing. Arts, but what I hate is, like, when I'm done, like, I wish I would just disappear from the room. The road.
2: afterwards. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I get I that. I hate playing Walking a show. off stage and then.
1: When I play a show, like, with the band, like, I come off stage and, like, everybody wants to talk to you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. like you know and i want to like thank everybody for coming and all that stuff and but sometimes it's just like i just hate it and i'm like it's overwhelming and i just I'm like i wish nobody would look at me you know what i mean really? like yeah it's it's see? a weird thing so and i'm like but like this doesn't make any sense i'm like because i wanted everybody here to see me but like it's almost like i want you here to see what i created mm-hmm. like i don't not me don't look at me look at what i made you know it's like almost yeah. like that thing yeah it's
2: and it's interesting like i I think everyone kind of has their persona on stage. I don't think mine's too far off from who I yeah. actually am.
1: I don't know what mine is. I don't.
2: I think yours is pretty similar to who that's you are, good. too. But we're also so new. Like, by no means, I'm not. A, I'm
1: a few months into this thing. I don't know what my yeah. on stage personality is yet, you know?
2: But I love. I mean, I think part of me loving the attention and pursuing it a little bit was watching my dad. Yeah. Because from. I think I have a bit about it, like growing up in bars and just learning how to talk to people in that environment and like seeing my dad just yucking it up with everyone and like telling jokes in between sets. And like that was his form of comedy. That was his way of, you know, thinking he was the shit.
0: Right. Obviously
2: other than performing, but like I think it made a big impact on how I handle myself and how, how I just go about the art form. Totally. In its own way. Yeah. So, but I, but I also grew up watching somebody perform. It was just an interest. Like, nobody else's parents did that. Right. So, when I was like, oh, my dad's a musician or in yeah, a it's band. a unique experience. They're like, oh, mine's a lawyer. Right. I'm like, cool, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: think it taught me how to not be afraid.
1: Yeah, like, totally. Absolutely. I, was very, I have to imagine, yeah.
2: I And it's so bizarre because I was chronically shy up until maybe when I started stand-up. Yeah. Like, my friends and family know me as being outgoing, but that's about it. Like, Like, right. until I get to know you, I'm very reserved. And, like, I don't really know where I was going with that. B- besides the fact of, like, it just taught me how to get over
1: it. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah, with anything, um, you know, whether it's just interacting with people or performing, I mean, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I fell in love with comedy so quickly. Once I started doing it, I was just like, you know, I commit trying to hit a mic every day, you mm-hmm. know, and like I, I've never done that for anything. Like exactly to do it every day. Like every night I'm going to go and I'm going to get to Milky's at 8 PM and not go up till 1130. And then I'm going <laughs> to drive back to West Seneca and get up and go to work in the morning. You yeah, know, it's that's like I that every Wednesday. Yeah.
2: That's how I knew I enjoyed it. Cause right. I don't want to put that much work into anything else that's what i'm saying and i was like oh shit i must really like this because that's the only thing i've tried for and think about constantly yeah
1: absolutely and it's yeah it's one of those things where it doesn't feel like work Mm -mm. and that but that is what you're doing like you're working at it and everything Mm -hmm. so yeah i love it um and i think i love it because um i don't know as i'm getting older and like i still play in a band and everything and uh i'm starting a few new projects like i'll never stop writing music and stuff i love that Uh, But what becomes hard is like when I am like, I've always, you know, just been like a dreamer, right? Like I just Mm -hmm. want to be a performer of some like, I love entertaining people. I always have. And that's just all I want out of life is just to entertain people. Agreed. Uh, And so if I can make that a living, I'm going to figure out how to do that, you know. Uh, But the thing was with playing in a band is you have to rely on other people. Yeah. Um, and you rely on other people who maybe their vision doesn't align with yours or, uh, you know, the type of music they want to play is different or they're not as committed as, to it as you are aren't as driven or whatever. So, um, you know, I think the reason I love comedy so much because it's like, oh, I only have to rely on me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm only going to rely on me, then I'm going to be super driven throughout this entire thing and fucking never take a day off because it's like this is the first time I've not had to rely on anybody else. You yeah. Know?
2: I used to hear a lot of band drama, too, with yeah. my dad of like, Oh, this person's starting something new or working on you know practicing with this band more right, or like right. they're not practicing our songs or like they're out of key or whatever, and just it's yeah, it's just you,
1: yeah, and it's like I don't know, being a solo artist like i always I tried that, it's like I don't know, you have to be good at every instrument, and I'm just not, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, I put all of my eggs into playing guitar and singing and and writing.
2: I wish I played more music
1: you know yeah um but you know to be like a good solo artist like I need other musicians like to help me you know and it's like and that's like not sustainable so
2: I mean even with comedy like when all of us get together and talk and we talk out bits and it's like oh I wouldn't have even thought to go that way until you laughed at it or until someone else laughed at it or they're like this would be a great tag for that and that's one of my favorite things too is like Talking about a bit with somebody and then watching them perform it, like I've talked about that with you, yeah, and like just watching it do so well. Yeah, I mean, you helped me. I was a part of the. I watched you flesh it out. You know.
1: Yeah, you helped me come up with what's literally my best joke right now, which I won't, you know, I'm not gonna say it on here because I want people to come see me. I want to. Be it's able a to good tell joke.
2: You better, you go time. see him.
1: But yeah, when we were going to <laughs> Napravatsi, that's how you asked me one question, and it's just like, and then like, we got going. Oh my going. god, that's the joke. It oh, is yeah, one just... of your
2: best bits, and I love watching you do it every time. Thanks. Because it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's it's developed into I think a really solid. Can we
2: talk about kind of the premise? Sure. Cause I think it's similar to my growing up experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What even brought it up? Siblings? Yeah. Because you're all like, boys. Right. I'm all girls.
1: Yeah. So you were like, so there's six boys in your family and none of you are oh, gay. Oh,
2: yeah. I was like, are one of you gay? Yeah. And you're like, funny you say that.
1: Right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, none of us are gay. And I was like, but I guess like if one of us had to be, it would be me. Like mm-hmm. I was the closest one. We're both like, the gay the, ones. Right. We're the I gayest think I even ones. I said like, I'm the gayest uh-huh. brother. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, that's the joke. Yeah. yeah. And now like the joke is, you know, better than that. but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but that was that was it. So yeah, what was your upbringing? So how many siblings do you have?
2: I'm the youngest of three girls. Okay. So I always wish I had brothers. I think I do a little better with brothers. But I had a lot of older male cousins. Yeah. Which I think I I said earlier, um, and that kind of taught me how to be a little tougher. I think with sisters though, it's more psychological trauma, and with brothers, <laughs> it's a little more physical trauma. Yeah. Uh, it's both. No, both. It's
0: both. Yeah.
2: Dude, um, I. Gosh, I have one sister who's 11 years older than me, and she would have to babysit us sometimes, and she would just tell us the most fucked up things. Yeah. She, shout out Chelsea, she's great. They're both great, but um, she once told us, we spilled nail polish or something, and she's like, uh-oh, you don't want mom to see that. Like, have you ever heard about Tom? And we're like, no, who's Tom? What's that? And she was like, Tom was my older brother, and he pissed off mom and she killed him and put him under the floorboard
1: holy fuck yeah, and we were like whoa
2: yeah yeah she's a school counselor now i find that interesting
1: <laughs> that's nuts yeah what a what a curveball
2: no but we we would all just we torture each other like and it's funny because andy and his siblings aren't like that But me and my sisters were like, "What a bitch! You stupid!"
1: Right? You know, which I don't know
2: why, but that's just how we talk to each other. Yeah, I feel like
1: me and my brothers just—I mean, me and my brothers are just like—I always tell people like, "You, if you have on the off chance." you get to sit in a room while me and all my brothers are together, like, you're going to laugh a lot. Like, Uh, because we just all just, like, go. And we all have, like, very similar... Like, I mean, my dad's super funny, right? So we always grew up around... And my dad's, like, you are you know, he has, like, the corniest dad jokes, but he's, like, the king of them. Really? That's... My other sister loves dad jokes. He's so good at making puns, and he's so quick, and he's, like, he's always, like, right on the money. My brother Danny's just like him with with that. And, like, that's what makes me mad because I'm not that quick with it, you know?
2: See, that's my other like i'm quicker but i'm not good with the the regimented writing and editing
1: yeah i'm very uh very much lean towards that for sure i've always been like that i think and you know i'm like even in like i'm much better like having a discussion like via text than in person because like i can like take a second to like organize my thoughts like if we're in like a like tough conversation like a hard conversation to have it's very hard for you me should to not
2: have any tough conversations on text i'm not a believer in that oh you gotta make a phone call voice to voice
1: yeah i don't know i've always been bad at like articulating my words which i always mm. which is always i mean i
2: still am i just don't like to text
1: sure <laughs> no I, I understand the sentiment of it i'm not saying like i'm not like i'm not breaking up with people over text okay. or anything i'm just saying like sometimes it's just like easier for me to type things out to express what i'm trying to say yeah. Rather than just like trying to discuss it, just because. And yeah, and I think that's why I've always leaned towards some sort of art form because, like, I always struggled with articulating, like, I mean, how I, I do was too. Stuff, I so just... it was easier to, like, create art with it, you know?
2: Yeah. I just yeah. spit stuff out and then regret it later. That's usually my style.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I'm jealous of that, though.
2: No, <laughs> it's not the best trait to have. Yeah. It's part of the abrasiveness, I think. Yeah. But it also helps. Like, I also sometimes lack the filter of like you shouldn't say that to somebody right but i'll just go into a conversation and be like oh let's talk about this now and they're like what okay
1: yeah so you're not afraid to call stuff out no yeah. no no which i like it's, i like to I'm roast like, people I'm a huge and pussy. call them out yeah yeah i am uh, i'm i'm like so nice to people you yeah. know and like what we were I saying like we're like you'll never like give somebody the sympathy laugh or nope. anything. it's like where i like especially like before i started doing stand-up if i went Like, I would go to the Buffalo's Funniest Contest just to watch. Mm -hmm. And, like, if somebody wasn't doing great, but it's like I understand what they're going for, I'll toss them a laugh. You know? Because it's like, I appreciate what you're... I appreciate the art that you're going for here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I've always been like that. But I'm always... And, I'm like, confrontation, like, scares the shit out of me.
2: Oh, I don't like confrontation either. I just... Sometimes I'll dish it out, but I can't take it. Okay. Which is another kind of issue. But whatever it's a spice of life right
1: yeah for sure mm. so um moving to new york is this are you moving to new york just like literally just for the dream of like
2: a few going things for it? like i i always wanted to live there since i was little i just i love the city i love city living i like buffalo but it's kind of small like yep. after a few years you're like oh i know everybody now um which i i would always hear people say that and i'm like no way but now it's, like, you run into people everywhere. Everybody knows everybody. Everyone's dated everybody. Yeah. Everyone's related, which is fine. Yeah. But
1: I'm kind of... I reached that point, too, where it was, like... I mean, when I was single, it was, like, I didn't want to talk to anybody.
2: Cause really? Because it was, like...
1: It was, like, I don't know. It was impossible to meet somebody who, like, you I didn't know through some... Or, so, oh, you dated this guy. I know him. Like, and yeah. now, like, if we start seeing each other, now he's going to have a problem with me. And, like is it yeah it i could weird. see that like the buffalo dating pool was so like i've heard that uh, from a
2: few people terrible it it's, was awful i'm not jealous of that yeah
1: and it's tough because like i don't know like buffalo's just got a lot of like normies you know what i mean like just <laughs> yeah. people like
2: we say that a lot in our little industries don't we yeah
1: normies yeah and it's like i don't know it's just like it was just so it's like a it, the dating pool is all just like it's you're either like a normie or it's like somebody super cool but like They've dated six people, you know. Yeah, you know? And it's that's like, <laughs> tough. Yeah. Um. Thank God I am dating somebody now. Who I just yeah. Good I it's and, yeah. well I've
2: been with Andy for like eight years, and so good for you guys. I know it's wild. Yeah. I can't believe he still likes me. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're still in this, huh? But um, I think I kept it interesting the past few years. Sure. With the stand up, I'm like, we have a new activity to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's my favorite person to bring with me because he, like at first, I remember we talked about this a while ago. The first time he ever saw me, I just bombed so fucking hard. And I had like, it was at Milky's and I I had my whole set planned out. I was like, I'm going to tell this joke. I'm going to smoothly transition into this joke. It's going to be amazing. And it wasn't Jesse hosting. Shout out, Jesse. Shout out, Jesse. Uh it was some other guy, i forget his name, and right before i go up he's like, i'm going to i want to smoke a cigarette, can you do a full five? And i was like, no problem, dude. So then like as soon as i get up, it was like a chaotic night at Milky's, just one of the weird nights.
0: Yeah.
2: And like 2 seconds into talking, people started playing music really loud in the other room and like shouting and shit. I think they were playing pool. I don't know. Yeah. But it really threw me cuz i was still like pretty new and So I just started rattling off my jokes. I was just like, here's my joke. I am reciting it. This is the line. And like, I was having hot flashes inside. I was like, oh my God, how do I get off stage? But also like not look like I'm panicking. And I I look over, I see Andy just like smiling at the bar. And I was like, oh, this is truly a nightmare. Yeah, It was the worst first experience of him seeing me. And I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. But now I'm like, please come with me because you're the only one who cares about the jokes I'm telling yeah. and you know what I'm trying to do. And like, he'll give me feedback, which is really nice, which I never, I really never expected that. Like I didn't expect to like him coming with me as much as I do. Um, because like he is one of the funniest people I know, honestly. Oh yeah. yeah. And people are surprised by that because he is so quiet. Um, but that's, partially why i love him like we're very opposites but he's hilarious yeah. and he'll roast me so good i love it that's awesome it i is. love that yeah but he'll he'll be like yeah you told that joke
1: weird <laughs> yeah or he's nice. like or he's like that's you good. he's
2: like you looked really weird up there right and i'm like fuck i did you're yeah. right but he won't lie to me he won't give me the sympathy good set man. my girlfriend's
1: so sweet she's so nice to me i so. know but she
2: saw you win a competition that that's was a true. great first time yeah, dude yeah,
1: yeah. well that's the thing is like she you know <clears throat> wants to come out to mike's but i'm like Listen, you can come out to the mic. I'm like, but you're going to hear me. It's boring as fuck. It's so boring. It's like it's like going to the gym to watch somebody work out. You know what I mean? It's That's like, a great
2: analogy. Thank
1: you. Um, <laughs> but it is. It's like I'm going and I'm like trying stuff. Like I'm not performing really. Like it's Yeah. Like, I'm like. And you're going to hear me do, like, if you come to every, like, a couple mics in a week, I'm doing the same jokes. Yeah, you're gonna she hear can me hang do the out with Andy. Jokes. They'll sit yeah, there in misery. She's going to start coming to mics. because she was a teacher. She's a teacher, so she's off for Oh, the summer, summertime. So there you go. She'll be coming to hang out at mics for sure. But, uh, um, no, that was my thing. It was, like, I was just weird about, like, it was, like, I don't know.
2: It's weird merging those two worlds. Yeah, and, like,
1: having to, like, there's a lot to understand, I think, about the comedy world. There's a lot of, like, unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and there's a lot of like all this stuff that like I don't know that I just I was like let me just like, have, let me just have this be my thing for a while until I figure it out I had that out, phase you know? yeah. I
2: kind of kept it close to my chest I'm like yeah. I don't want you to see me up there I don't want you to know what I'm doing or talking about or you know
1: <clears throat> I'm definitely getting more little, comfortable it's your now, special though.
2: thing and you're insecure yeah. and you're like and I'm just Ooh. like I'm
1: trying it like I don't know like I could go up and suck every night and my thing is like I you know, you know she's do. gonna no. <laughs> yeah, there it is <laughs> Uh but I know she's going to like support me no matter what and you know but it's like I don't know it, for a while it was like but I'm definitely more comfortable now like now I don't care like I don't I still don't like promote mics but like I'm not you know if people Mm-mm. are going to be there like I would you know it's cool for people to be there but it is yeah
2: but it's it's nice having somebody who is there with you especially who's not a comic yeah because they care, right? They and care she did like more. she
1: loves stand up and stuff, so which is cool, which yeah. is good.
2: So, oh, um, wait, we we're talking about New York. How did we even get to that? I have no idea. I don't either. But either way, yeah, yeah I'm moving there. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I I always wanted to live there. I wish I went there after high school. Like yeah. I wanted to go to FIT really bad, and then I just didn't. I picked Fredonia, yeah. our alma mater. Is that the right? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I went it. to college. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I wish I went to FIT and went straight to the city. Because I think, I wonder if I would have still done stand-up, though. I I always did want to do comedy writing. Like, I remember um, growing up, I would watch Colbert with my mom all the time. Yeah. And we would just sit there and laugh our asses off at the monologue jokes. And, like, I love the political-leaning comedy. Same. But I don't think I'm smart enough to write it and perform it all the time. Like, I don't want to have that stance personally.
1: Right. I kind of, I agree. I'm a, I mean, so we don't know each other. I mean, we haven't known each other for that long, but I am like a very political person. I'm Mm -hmm. extremely opinionated. And like, so like everybody who knows me for a long time (laughs) knows that. Um, and I think what, Sh- might shock people is that like my comedy is not political mm-hmm. at all because of how outspoken i am about stuff um, but for the reason that like all the comics that i love are not political um and they like listening to them on podcast, they always talk about they're like that's by design it's like yeah you know it's like yeah it do i want like you know would i prefer a crowd of like-minded people sure but it's like I also just want like anybody who's willing to see me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going to alienate uh, a specific part of, you know, my comedy audience, um, which I think is, you know, that's true. Um, it makes it trickier. It, and it not does. everyone
2: likes the same thing. Like,
1: I also think it's made me like a better person. Like, comedy? Making it so that it's like more like down the middle. Um, it's made me like understand, um, you know, kind of. Uh, Take me off the ledge a little bit of like you know my very far left like aggressive. Okay, coming stance. out of it, talking yeah. about
2: something other than
1: that. Right. Yeah, and just kind of like you know just talking to people about anything else you know because <laughs> yeah. like for a long time it was really like the topic of discussion with everybody I knew, uh, and like that's all I would talk about ever was just like the bad things going on in the world mm. and like I don't know it's it's nice to just good like, thing we
2: met through comedy then Should. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um. Why, are you like a Nazi? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. Jeez. Thanks, know, Aiden. Yeah. No,
2: that's not... I wanted to be Jewish, remember?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's opposite. Same. Yeah.
2: But, um, no, I I just... I don't want to go up there and preach to people. That's like, this is I, my opinion yeah, about this yeah. and this. That's, it's like, I want to make you laugh about ridiculous things right. that I think about.
1: And I think I could definitely go up there and make some good points and get some claps. But it's like... But is it funny? Probably you know? not. Right. And I think there are a lot of comics that that do that where it's like, they just like have their stance and, but it's like, but are you being funny it's about it? It's too
2: aggressive. It's yeah. too in your face.
1: And like, I love like, I mean, I always, I grew up watching, you know, Colbert and Jon Stewart. Yeah. Um, you know, Bill Maher, even uh, even though Bill Maher is more like, I mean, he is a comedian, but more political, like actual, like political dialogue rather than just like being funny. Yeah. Um, and like, I love Carlin. Um, I mean, Carlin's like one of my greatest heroes in general, not even just like comedy, like just as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, you know, like for the last decade or so of his career, he was extremely political. Um, and I would like, I look up to that. So much, uh, but he was so special and so perfect in figuring out a way that like it resonated with everybody, yeah. no matter where they were on the political eye. It was. Poli- yeah. yeah. And that is like, I would love to get to that level for sure, um, but definitely not where I'm at. So I'm just going to tell jokes about yeah. being almost gay and call it a day. You know? Yeah.
2: I like to tell jokes that like people don't want to laugh at. Like I like grossing people out or yeah. like saying things that like no one else wants to say.
1: Yeah, you like to shock. Value I do like a to shock bit. people. Well, yeah. like I
2: said, growing up, I would try and say shit that would upset people, because right. they would be like, "I don't want to laugh at that," I, but I'm gonna I, laugh uh, at
1: that. I resonate with that a little bit for sure, and I that's definitely like I know that you love like Tom Segura, and that's, I love like, Tom Segura, and I think that's like something that you and I like are, that our humor is similar in mm-hmm. is that like like Tom Segura is like literally was my he's like
2: i love you know, love love
1: i've oh, i've loved co- comedy like been watching stand-up since i was like you know maybe eight or nine years old i've always loved stand-up mm-hmm. but tom segura when i first saw him like i don't know i was a freshman or sophomore in college like his first netflix special and i was like oh my like this yeah. is like a storyteller. i want to do that yeah like, not only a storyteller but like just a real person like mm-hmm. how you were saying like just like He's just being himself. When you're watching him perform, it seems like it's like your buddy, yeah, chilling with you at the bar, just like telling you stories. Conversational. That's I love why I love it. like Shane Gillis too. I don't know yeah, if you're like Shane Gillis is the same way. Like when you're listening to him talk, it sounds like you're just listening to like a dude you went to high school with, just like chilling at the bar telling you stories, and it's yeah. like and now those are like my favorite comics and like so that's it's easy they make it look easy and that's exactly like that's was like the driving force of like oh if i'm gonna do it i want to do it like this Mm -hmm. where i want to just like be exactly myself just telling stories in like a very funny way you know yeah Yeah.
2: and I, i i kind of let that influence me a little bit because i think when you first start i don't know if you went through this but like i was really hard on myself in trying to figure out like Who I'm trying to be, what my voice is, how I'm trying to come off, you know, which in reality it takes years upon years. And like once you figure one thing out, it's like, all right, what's the next challenge that I have to figure out? But like I learned quickly that the kind of joke teller I am not and which is more calculated and like if I have to keep reciting the same thing over and over again, I ruin it for myself. Like I just nail it into the ground And I've gotten stuck in that cycle a few times of, like, I need to, like, nail these jokes, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is, like, I know the joke. I know what I'm trying to say. I don't need to tell it word for word the same way every time. Yeah. In my opinion. It's, like, as long as I know where I'm going with it.
1: I agree. But it's, like, the room changes how you tell it. When I first started, when I first started writing jokes, I was writing them out word for word Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, how I would tell it. Now I kind of, like just like come up with the topic i know what the punchline is you know i know how i'm telling it and like i'll change it up every every once in a while like um but yeah it's definitely less calculated and actually max is the one who got me who kind of like instilled the confidence in me to do it he's like you know the story like Mm -hmm. you lived it yeah you know why it's funny just go talk about it like don't Act, don't act like you're reciting words like go just have an interaction with people and tell them the story yeah you know and it's like so i started to that was literally that was actually the same night as the buffalo's funniest being oh was really milky's that was after. Pep talk? well we went to milky's after yeah and i was like i was like i don't want to do the same set i just did at helium like you oh, went I, up that night yeah oh and i and it was all new stuff um and it was the same where i like i wrote the topics out and Max was like, "What are you thinking?" I like kind of went over it with him. Mm. and I was like starting to write him out. He's like, "Dude, you do, just go up there, look at those three topics, and just talk about them." Yeah,
2: Off I agree with that, and that's
1: and <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. It makes and especially because I'm like much more confident now, just from doing it so much of like getting up there. They're like, "Oh yeah, I don't need to be like reciting myself here." It's I not can just, fun to
2: watch either not, if you no. can tell someone's like, "Ba ba 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 yeah, ba yeah, yeah, yeah. ba 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 ba," right pause for laughter yeah exactly yeah it's not good and
1: that's kind of what i mean in like the difference of like playing a song you know where it's like you're doing the bop yeah pause like all at the same time it's all extremely calculated you know
2: just sounds better
1: yeah yeah (laughs) so i don't know that's where i'm at now
2: yeah i mean that's kind of how i write my jokes too like i i think it's also like my adhd so i don't love assignments so shout out adhd ADHD. same um but i just like to Think of an idea, go up there, see what comes out of my mouth. It's not always the best approach, yeah. but it has gotten me places I didn't think it would as far as right. how I a think joke it's goes.
1: The, the, it's literally like, you know, it's throwing paint at the canvas and then being like, oh, I do see something in that, mm-hmm. you know, just throwing random strokes of paint and just being like, oh, this could be a painting of a tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's you're going up there and you're just going off the cuff on the topic you know some of the funny things you want to say in it, Yeah. and then you do it once at a mic and go, oh, okay, these parts worked, these parts didn't. Mm-hmm. Let's do those parts that worked together. Let's change the parts that didn't. You yeah, know? And, and it's uh, always
2: a bummer too when like you think something's <clears throat> the funniest part and everyone hates it. Ugh. Like I just wrote a joke like that and I was trying to make it work a few mics in a row and I'm like, fuck, no one gets it. Yeah. All right, scrapping yeah. it because it honestly, I, know exactly I think it made which it- joke you're talking about. Oh, you do. Yeah. I won't recite it.
0: Yeah.
1: I. Uh, but it
2: made Andy laugh off the bat. SPF bath. one, right? The SPF.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, the punchline, it's essentially...
1: See, I know. I don't want yeah. to ruin it, but I... But...
2: It's ruined. It's, I'm not well, telling no, it anymore. Well, the thing is,
1: like... So, the joke is in the punchline there that Sarah says something about spiffy, right? So,
2: my drug of choice is sunscreen there because is. I'm very pale. It was inspired by a music festival because I had just gone. And I was like, I need to write a few new jokes for a showcase because I don't like telling the same stuff over and over. It just comes off inauthentic, in my opinion. Right. So it was essentially me pretending to be a drug dealer and being like, oh, I have SPF 50, I have SPF 30, I have sweat proof. Anyone trying to get spiffy? Yeah. And so it was supposed to be SPF and literally dead faces in the audience. So uh, the no first one time I it. saw
1: you tell it was at Nietzsche's and you said it and it was dead. Uh-huh. And, but then you said you're like SPF and then everybody and then people cracked la- up, which I think works.
2: Yeah, but... I don't know, because I tried it the night after at Milky's, yeah. and I was talking too much to the table in front of me, yeah, and I was like, would you have gotten it? Right. And she's like, not till you said it. I yeah. was like, all right, cutting it, yeah, whatever. So, well, I'm not going to fight that fight. I think fight. the
1: best, I don't know, and I, that's what I mean, is like, I think the best way to do it is like say it, uh-huh. and then, you know, I mean, I know you're not supposed to explain the joke, but I think it's different when it's it just It depends like, on the joke. Right, but just literally saying SPF right after saying Spiffy. Yeah like it clicks with everybody it's like oh that yeah
2: i think i followed it once with like oh those are the street terms or something like you wouldn't get it right i don't know the first time i saw
1: you go up was right after you had gallbladder surgery that was (laughs) and you just went up and talked about that and that was like i thought that was so goddamn funny. really oh yeah
2: well thank you Yeah, yeah i was yeah fresh off of gallbladder surgery i was like how can i make this funny yeah
1: you must had gallbladder surgery, like when I first started. I rode that stand-up. wave
2: too, like that got me some good jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I can't always be like, "Hey, just had surgery." Yes, you can. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I'll find out something else to get right. removed. Or
1: you do what Max does, where he has the joke where he says, uh, my cat died uh, the other the day. day
2: three years ago."
1: And then everybody goes. Aw. Everyone and loves then he that. Goes, a few years ago, and yeah, he yeah. crushes every time. Yeah.
2: I don't know, man writing is hard but it's fun it is yeah it's very rewarding and i'm so
1: addicted to it right now it's
2: addicting and it's painful yeah as fuck. where it's
1: like i'm always just looking for it you know what i mean I'm which like, is bad sometimes is, too because yeah. i'll
2: come home like hot off of a set and i'm just like still in comedy mode right and, and you're and, just
1: trying to make jokes out of nothing and andy's and
2: just, like it's midnight like right i'm relaxed um,
1: yeah i yeah. do you sometimes i get like so manic and riffing yes yeah, and then when everyone's Especially outside when
2: hanging out, and we're all like, "You're hilarious!" No, you're hilarious. Yeah. You're hilarious.
1: Right? I love that. We had Milky's the other night it was a good. No hang. one else
2: thinks we're funny but us. Yeah, and it's hard in yeah. real life.
1: Yeah, uh, Milky's last Wednesday was a good hang, because well, we, it was super nice out, and we were all out hanging was out. That? Oh, I
2: was gone. No, you are
1: there. It's past Wednesday.
2: When did I come back in town? It might have been that day
1: yeah you did you did the, oh wait the,
2: duh when i was writing the spiffy jokes yeah i was
1: gonna say this is the same night yeah um hmm. uh, but it was a good hang we were we were out front and uh yeah it was just like everybody was it's just great. Like riffing off. great summertime the, at milky's is great yeah the
2: patio oh you haven't experienced it yet really
1: i mean yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get it this week but um yeah oh that night sucked for me though i literally got didn't end up going up till midnight yeah and there was fucking nobody there there yeah. was like two guys sitting up front, and there was five comics sitting at the bar. Really? Yeah.
2: It's tough when like no one's listening to you and it's <sighs> so obvious because as soon as you go up, and then you can hear the chatter like rising. Yeah. And to me, it's like, all right, I know they're not listening to my jokes, so how can I get them to listen to me? And one time it was so, so bad at Milky's and like, it was just everyone talking about everything. And I was just like, oh, what's happening outside. And it got dead silent nice. and everyone looked. And then I was like, Oh, how do I follow that now? I don't right, know. Right, 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 right. You got but them. Now it, you got a real man. Then they <laughs> laughed and I'm like, Boop. all right, yeah. that was it. So if I was more experienced though, I'm sure I could have, right. you know, it's uh, just learning. Uh,
1: Jesse was like fucking with me before <laughs> I was about to go up and I wasn't like paying attention. Uh-huh. So I, I, I mean, I was there for three hours Everybody had left. I'm super tired. Aww. I'm like, you know, and I'm just like looking at what I'm going to do. And he's up there like about to introduce me. And then I hear like a question. And he, and I look up and he's looking at me. And everybody at the bar is now looking at me, too. And I was like, what would oh, you say? No. And he goes, if uh, if Milky's were to add a glory hole, would you think it would make this place uh, hotter or dirtier or something like that? I don't know. I don't even remember what the choices were, but it was one. Would you make it more like this or more like this?
2: Nothing about milkies gets me turned on.
1: Yeah, no, nobody. I don't remember. I was so tired. I don't remember. But I was just like, and I was so not prepared for that. Uh And I was just like, I don't know yeah both and then he was like that was a fucking shitty answer oh and then introduced worst me. answer yeah. he's like
2: oh this guy's coming up now right get I'm ready
1: like, i he he gave me like a layup
2: uh-huh. to like
1: be funny right now before i bring you up and i just was too like, much
2: pressure yeah i was like
1: i got nothing dude and uh and i went up and fucking did terrible and then i revisited the question that he asked me and i was like all right, uh, I guess I'll pick an answer. I'll pick a side on that question. I said it, and then everybody like cheered. And I was like, I'm going the fuck this home, dude. This is fake dude. cheering.
2: <laughs> fuck your cheers. Yeah. it's a pity cheer.
1: Yeah, Milky's is rough sometimes. But it I is, like but I love
2: there. it. I love it because yeah. it was my first mic. Yeah. I think right. everyone has See, that See, Nietzsche's was my first
1: mic, and I love Nietzsche's. I hated I loved, Nietzsche's at first. I loved first. how welcomed I was there. I mean, dude, Jake Sampson and Jake Pisker are just such sweethearts. Yeah, you know, they are. And I love just um they just both um were very welcoming to me which i appreciated
2: i know pisker called me the queen of nietzsche's once i was like oh,
1: wow i know yeah it's high praise because i'm
2: one of the only females that goes yeah. there i think that
1: jake Pisker's the what i like he's he's the guy who hugs when you say hello to him like he hugs everybody when huh. you say hello and i really i don't know or he's just i don't know if me. i've ever
2: hugged jake
1: really he hugs me hug every time people. i see him Why am I? yeah do i seem like a hugger to you too? jewish i don't know <laughs> Yeah, this is very, like, uh, you're very giving Larry David advice right now. Like, don't I, hug me. I'm okay with that. Yeah.
2: Thank you. That's, yeah, right. That's a I great just, compliment. Yeah, of course it is. Like, don't fucking look at me. Don't touch me. Right. You're an idiot. Well,
1: Jake Pesker gives me a hug every time he sees me, and I really appreciate that about him. I appreciate people who are like that. You know? I don't
2: hug any of my friends, though. All like, right. me and my best friend, I don't know if hug, we've ever, ever hugged. Yeah? I think I hugged her after her dog died, which is warranted. Yeah. You know? Other than that, though, I don't really like to touch people that sure. I'm not dating. Is that weird? No, I
1: don't. Are think you a so. hugger? Um, not necessarily. I'll, I'll, like, I'll, uh, if you're offering one, I'll give it to you. I was gonna you say, know?
2: like, if you were to be like, I could use a hug, I'd be like, all
1: right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'm ever gonna say that. Yeah. Um, if somebody could use a hug, I'll give them one. Yeah. You know. Um, so to, uh, I'm gonna bring up my buddy John Vaughn again. Sometimes he gives me hugs that are too long. Oh yeah. And I'm like, all right, you've been touching me for too
2: yeah, long. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That might maybe that's a is that a raised Catholic thing, you think, maybe? Are you Irish too?
2: I'm Irish Italian.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah. So yeah, Irish, Italian, Catholic, yeah. Maybe there's gotta be something in there. I, I think, mean,
2: I do enjoy like, hugging we're not my family. Affection- well
1: actually Italians I feel like are very we're affectionate. We're affectionate towards each bunch. other. Yeah, the Irish are not. We're not an affectionate bunch at all.
2: Oh, my mom's side. We're very We a a bury everything. Bunch, dude. We
1: shake hands. It's like
2: We're see, yeah. we drink a lot. So my, Same. my mom's side is pretty big and we're all female. Like we're the, like the Conway clan. Yeah. So she, they obviously her maiden name is Conway. Yeah. Um, but we're all very tough women. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because every time we bring a new guy into the mix or someone brings someone from the outside, they're always kind of shell shocked and like That's terrified. My family too. They're like, whoa, you guys talk a ton. Yep. You're all, you sound mean, but you're yep. having fun. Like, Are you angry at each other? Or are you yeah. happy? And no one really knows how to gauge the situation until you know we yeah. kind of knock them down at first and let them figure that's it kinda, out. kind of
1: yeah, so my, my that's the exact same thing with my mom's family for sure, uh, the O'Neills, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that's
2: really Irish, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And, and uh, my cousin Nick always says that, like, you know, same thing, Nick
2: you, O'Neill, that's no, a, oh. his last
1: name, I'm not gonna say, his, his yeah, he's yeah. a teacher, but uh. His mom is an O'Neal, but he, uh, he always talks about how, like, when you break because there's a shitload of us, dude. My mom's got there's nine, a ton my mom them. has nine siblings.
2: I think my mom's seven.
1: Yeah, so there's, like, I got a bunch of cousins, and we're all super loud and, like, yeah, always ripping, like, roasting each other, like, yeah. Um, so my cousin Nick always talks about how, like, uh when you bring an outsider and he's like, they're going to sink or swim, man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to bring them around and they're either going to keep up with us or they're going to fall behind. We're not going to give a fuck about them.
2: And we all honestly like with the exception of a few, we all date quiet men because yeah. they just don't, they can't get a word in.
0: Yeah. Like um, they're
2: all very, we all date very patient, kind. Right. Like steady men. Yeah. Because we're all just like, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, that is
1: interesting. I feel like it is the we same need that for the balance. Women in my family. Yeah, like the outgoing women in my family, all of their significant others are very like
2: Yeah. If yeah. I was with somebody like me, it wouldn't work. I would I would probably be offended all the time. Yeah. Cuz like I said I can dish it, but sometimes right, I'm like, right. "Oh, no, no." And like I would just want I don't want to hear them talk that much. Yeah. Which is
1: that's Oops. so funny that we are like that. <laughs> I feel like that all the time. I know. my.
2: We're too into ourselves, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's why we perform. We,
1: yeah, well, yeah, we've got massive egos. We do. Yeah. God,
2: and when it goes well, Ugh. it's just you're on top of the world and yeah. then no one wants to be near you.
1: Yep. Oh. Yeah. I know, and I try so hard to fight that.
2: Uh-huh. Like, you can't... It was, you ride the wave. Well, it I kind of d-
1: hate... Like, after the Buffalo's Funniest Thing, like, I was in that situation, right? Where it was uh-huh. like, I was... I'm a new comic.
2: You were very... Com- you probably felt the wrath of the vets.
1: I was very nervous to be around them. Because yes. I was like, I... Not wrath.
2: I shouldn't say wrath.
1: No, I mean, they were all... Like, everybody told me congrats. Like, but there's I got, tension. You can feel there it. There is tension, for sure. I got compliments from, like, dudes who, like, I think are super fucking funny. Like, so that was cool. Uh, but yeah, no, there is there is a weird tension and it's like you know because i'm like i I was nervous
2: for you when i saw it was you and max i was like oh shit who's gonna be mad yeah whatever i mean
1: that was my and that was my thing is like i immediately was like almost like i want to get out of here like Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't like because i don't want to like i don't know how i'm gonna react because i'm obviously excited i'm stoked that like this happened but i don't want to like show that you know, like you
2: were very reserved. I think we were all more excited for you. Yeah. But you kept it cool.
1: Okay, good. That's good. To you know. seemed
2: pretty cool. Yeah.
1: I also had like I mean, a a bunch of bunch of people came out. But you blacked many, out I though. Because I, I said
2: something to you and you're like, I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah. I black out too. It's interesting how you like
1: Well, that was my first show. So like going out on that stage. Really? Yeah. Well yeah, I've only done open mics. That was my first actual show.
2: Have you done open mics there though? No. Oh, so you were like me. I hadn't done First one First time either. on that
1: stage, dude. Those lights are so bright. You can't see anybody. It is an abyss. I can girlfriend, girlfriend was front center. I girlfriend was front row. Max dude.
2: leaned over and told me that and I was like, "Oh, yeah, how funny." Yeah, but I could barely
1: see her. Really? Like that's how bright it is up there. And I, like the light couldn't see the light. So like and I just like, you know, my heart was I had never experienced what I was experiencing, like sitting like side stage waiting for the guy before me to get done.
2: Oh God. Like my
1: heart was, I could feel it like racing in my chest. And I was like, yo, this is a new experience. You
2: said that to me right after. I
1: I don't, I've never experienced like I've performed so much for 10 years. And I'm like, but this is different. It's different. And this is also people's first time seeing me before. And like my, I had family members there who I had mentioned like, you know, like, I am not... I don't think I'm the funny guy in my mm-hmm. family. Like, I am, like, I sit back and observe, you know? Or I'm the butt of the joke. Aww. So, like, uh, I mean that in, like, a almost an endearing way. Yeah. Um, I think I'm the easiest to pick on, but, like, I can take it. Hmm. Um, maybe I can't. I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> no so like i really wanted to impress like my brothers who were there who my brothers who like i think are super funny were there so i wanted to impress them you know it was my girlfriend's first time seeing me a bunch of my band friends were there and stuff so it was like
2: a big crowd
1: yeah so i just really wanted to do well for them you know what i mean like i wanted them to like think i was funny you know and uh so, but I got out there, couldn't see anything. And I just like, yeah, I blacked out. Like the yeah. adrenaline just took over. And
2: then you don't know how much time you have or nope. like, I don't remember couldn't seeing see the, light the light either. Yeah. So I was like, Ooh, bye. I know
1: I had to go up to Sam mini and be like, yo, I'm like, did I go under? And she's like, no, she was like, you were I like, I think
2: you were right on time. She was like,
1: it was perfect. Like, it yeah. was like, like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was tough. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, going back to what you're saying. I do like, I never, especially like if i know somebody like when it's me and my girlfriend just like the two of us like i do not shut the fuck up like yeah i just have so much to say always and she just like mm-hmm. sits and listens and yep. asks questions and like that's why it works isn't you know it nice mean? finding yeah. a partner like I that? i feel that bad like, hmm. almost though because it's like i'm always like dominating the conversation and like yeah. part of me feels bad about that but i'm like it's just how i am though
2: yeah you can't change it Yeah,
1: that's why i started a fucking podcast because it was just like i have so much to say hmm yeah
2: Maybe I should start one then.
1: Yeah, you could. It's very easy. You don't have to do all of what I'm doing. I mean, you beautiful
2: can... setup. Thank you. I've never looked more pale. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you look tan next to me. Hmm. A little bit? Nah. Whatever. I'm Irish. It's obvious. Yeah.
1: I've been out. I don't try and fight it
2: anymore. Right. No yeah. one thinks I'm Italian. Right. My sister looks so Italian and I look so Irish. Yeah, none of us really look
1: Italian. Although we are, I mean, we're like, there's a lot of mixes going on. Um, but my dad's grandfather was from Italy. Liquor is
2: an Italian name? Yeah,
1: it was, out, well, so, it's a weird thing. It was like northeastern Italy and it was on the border of Austria is where huh. that my family's from. Okay. Um, I think
2: we're northern as well.
1: Yeah, and it. Switched borders between Austria and Italy, like between the World Wars. Hmm. So there's a big debate of like whether we're Austrian or Italian. So the name sounds Austrian. So it was L I C H E R, and pronounced mm. Lecher. And so when they came, it's not
2: Italian sounding at all. Right,
1: very Austrian. But his first name was Marcello, and his brother's name was Giuseppe.
2: That's Italian.
1: Yeah, and his father's name was Antonio, like Antonio Lecher. You know what I mean? And they look Italian, but they spoke German so it's a very like
2: wow get yeah. a 23 in me what get a 23 that's what in me. we did
1: that's how i know all
2: this oh you did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay okay yeah, yeah. okay so yeah, you're for sure yeah. italian oh all yeah right.
1: yeah yeah and spanish i found spanish. out spanish so his mother was spanish yeah really a i lot think going on. i don't know a what i am white conversation we're having also i know was i'm weird having this conversation.
2: fucking white and white yeah european yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right i think i'm that's irish it. italian a little polish yeah maybe french canadian someone on my cool. mom's side is french can i don't know if it's her or my sister's yeah. i have a half sister so she's I a half brother she's yeah. german irish but yeah. she i think she looks more like me than my full sister interesting it is interesting yeah i'll have to show you a photo later but right. she looks we have the same color hair we both have straight hair pale yeah my other sister's olive skin dark curly hair whoa i know
1: it's weird. My little brother like doesn't really. He's the one who like looks like different from all us. I look pretty. You him know, like I mean, we all. You can tell we're all brothers for sure. But, yeah. Yeah. This is the most fucking boring conversation. People no, it's not. Just, like, People like point, but,
2: hearing about our very specific yeah. family trees. Yeah. I
1: love. I do love having these conversations. I I'll well, just say we might be the only ones that are enjoying it. But,
2: man, I'll watch it later. Yeah. But I actually someone on my dad's side. I think was like a horse thief or something sick like a long time ago i had a cousin who got really into family tree stuff yeah and she i could be butchering this but maybe this is more interesting sure, like fuck someone it, was no like a horse thief it. and would just wreak havoc and fuck around yeah and i love that
1: my great-grandfather i think the rumor is that he was a stowaway like he hmm. like was avoiding fighting in the war in, Aust- love that. in austria i think he had bone spurs yeah uh, well he just like <laughs> hopped on a ship but it was like a an industrial ship like not for like people it was for like oh like riding goods. freight
2: trains or yeah, something yeah, yeah. so he took a
1: ship to ellis island from austria and was just like in a box this is what we're told i don't know how that's true it is, pretty but, cool yeah and then he got here and yeah moved to buffalo became a boston red sox fan
2: wow he, he likes to really shake it up at that time
1: yeah um hmm. so that's why i'm a boston red sox fan as well even though oh, I are you really yeah my I sister mean, I was really, growing don't up don't really watch my dad's a huge baseball guy so like i'll watch a couple games with him when the Sox played the blue jays at the Salem field downtown when the blue jays are, were playing here
2: who are the bisons for are they for the, the blue, blue jays? jays yeah were they always or no. they used to be the mets
1: uh the mets and then the indians before that Yeah. and
2: that is the extent of my sports knowledge yeah, that's I enough was... yeah sweet
1: yeah sports um,
2: fan sarah morello here there
1: you go. i mean yeah i don't really you know but like yeah when the Sox came and played in buffalo like me and my dad went was when cool. was that that wasn't too Last long summer. ago Last that summer.
2: Was, okay yeah.
1: those wow. games were fun you can go to a blue jays game at all it was cool it was i like cool baseball experience. yeah i mean it's cool just a major league baseball game like the best
2: i've been to a few yankees games those yeah. are cool oh, that's
1: sick in new york mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome. that's awesome
2: they're the pretty one. decently priced too
1: that's what I hear. If yeah. you get
2: the right seats, I mean, yeah. I didn't care enough to That's like. A, I
1: mean, my brother went to Fenway to see a Sox game. That'd be cool. A few months ago, and like didn't pay that much for seats.
2: That's like maybe thirty bucks.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I like I like going to baseball games. You know, I do too. Fun, I like so you don't really have to pay attention. You know,
2: you don't have to pay attention. You out but you outside. spend too much money. I will say the last Bison's game I went to, I think we made it to the seventh inning, and we were like, okay, yeah. Like we had our beer and our popcorn and it costs like 50 bucks. See, if you then... go
1: uh, to a Bison's game on Thursdays, I should get a sponsored ad for this. But on Thursdays, they do Thirsty Thursday. Oh. And the Southern Tier, uh, they got like a Southern Tier uh, concession stand, I guess. Like it's like an area of the park you go into that's like a Southern Tier brewery and they have all yeah. the Southern Tier beers. And 12 ounce drafts are like six bucks. That's pretty good. Pretty
2: Twelve ounce Yeah. How much is that? Like that? No, this can of beer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's not it's a bad. full beer. Okay. Yeah. Do they so. do liquor at baseball games? Or is that too hard? I don't know.
1: I don't really. I'm not really a I'll liquor my guy, own. even though it is my name. Um, I'm really not. I'm a I'm a beer guy through and through. Yeah.
2: I I usually do whiskey.
1: I used to. I was that was my dad. I worked though. at a whiskey bar uh which one lucky day 189 in east aurora oh yeah um the actually the guy who trained me there is now the gm of lucky day good dude shout out frank Hmm. um but yeah 189 was uh where i worked uh there was a whiskey bar and i got like really into whiskey when i was working there i love it which is cool it's fun I, i mean i do enjoy i love going to lucky day and like getting just like a nice you know, just whiskey on the rocks, or just like a good old fashioned. I usually you know? do whiskey on the rocks. Yeah, I love old fashioned or
2: too. vodka sodas. I switch. I have seasons of.
1: Those are two very different drinks. I know. Yeah.
2: Sometimes
1: I, I, I was like a to vodka switch it up. Water guy for a while. Vodka water. You so...
2: gotta bubble it up a little. I know. Come on. I,
1: I did like vodka. I, it was a. Uh, um, I, I, shout out to my cousin Nick again because he was a. This
2: is a shout out episode. Yeah,
1: I know every every episode you gotta you know. Um, but no, my cousin Nick was like he's uh you know, 14 years older than me, but he was like, you want to go out and like feel amazing the next day? Drink vodka waters because it's like oh, there's no it's sugar. Like and it's half. just you're getting hydrated while you're doing it. You're getting fucked up but, like the next day, you feel completely fine. So I was doing that for, but I was doing it when I was like 23 and like was not having like hangovers, you know, I used to do <laughs>
2: gin and tonics. Those would fuck me up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I never got into the, the Conway G&Ts. women don't
2: do gin. I've
1: learned. Okay.
2: Cause that, it's like some weird, like, I don't know the right word. Every, everyone would pass it down. Like, Oh, we don't do gin.
1: I like, I'm gin, like, Oh, we
2: don't do gin. Okay.
1: I like gin, like cocktails. Like, um, what's that bar in Allen right near Nietzsche's Billy club. Yes. They got like good gin cocktails.
2: I like a bee's liked. knees, very delicious. Familiar. Prohibition era drink. It's oh, like, okay. gin, lemon, honey. Oh, fire! It's so good. Yeah. I a few summers ago, bee's knees all the time, every day. Yeah. Well, within reason. Sure. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, it's a Monday night and we're drinking beers here, so. Woo. Um, but I just got back from you know that weekend run and I was drinking and smoking like the entire time oh my god i just ruined
2: myself when we were at bonnaroo yeah because we were just camping like wake up let's smoke a joint and
1: relax we went to a dispensary in toronto that you could literally get like as if it were a pack of cigarettes a pack of joints really and they were like rolled they looked like cigarettes how much did that run you we got it was super cheap we got two uh there were seven packs for some reason, but they were like seven joints in a pack.
2: Mm-hmm. So we
1: got two of them, and it was like forty bucks
2: for fourteen joints. Yeah, were they good? Yeah, they were fire. Wow. Yeah. All right.
1: And then that could
2: yeah. be your sponsor. But yeah, it was. Yo, just... Oh, look into that. Yeah. Local oh my God. Toronto. Yeah. What was it called? We used to go to one called like Cloud Nine or something. Oh, it was
1: called Buddies. Oh. Yeah, it was the name of the Cute. dispensary. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Um yeah no it was it was good it was cheap and it was great that they were just pre-rolled and you know in toronto it's it's federally legal there too so you can use card at the dispensary which is dope because in the the u.s you have to use cash everywhere because it's not federally legal
2: i did not know that
1: yeah you have to use cash when you buy use a card
2: at green i don't
1: want to green vision it's because nope not that okay
2: green kings
1: is it because it's a sticker shop yes yeah that's why.
2: oh that's why
1: because you're not actually purchasing marijuana
2: I mean, I'm buying stickers. Right. So shout out Green Kings.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to shout out Green Vision because my buddy Al works there. Oh. Um. Green. Something. But yeah, but anyway, but when in you know when dispensaries do like fully open up here, it's cat it has to be cash only, um, because oh, it's federally. I did not know that. Yeah, because it's still federally illegal, so you can't go through the banks, so you can't use card. Um, so
2: what do they do when it comes time to?
1: Uh, file things. I don't... I remember watching a documentary about it on Netflix about, like, a, it was, like, the first weed shop in Breckenridge, Colorado. It was like a mm-hmm. documentary about them. And, I mean, Colorado was the first legal state, so it was, like, them having to figure all that out, and they just had, like, insane amount of cash on them at all times. Wow. Yeah. And, like, they're definitely... I mean, there's ways of doing it, I guess, but, yeah, but you can't use card. That's the thing. But in Canada, since it's federally illegal... Card everywhere. I did not Um, know that at all. Canada's awesome.
2: It is. Next time you go, stay in a hostel. That's what We always used to go to um, Planet Traveler. Shout out Planet Traveler. Okay. The guy who owns it is so cool. He, um, if it's still the same, I mean, we haven't been there in years, but he, um, every night would host just events for people. Yeah. So when we went, he had like burgers on the roof for everybody. Like just uh, on his own dime. Yeah. And it was just... It was a really cool place, and, like, if you don't mind being in a hostel, like, when we went, we met some guy from Australia, and we just, like, took him with us for the night. Like, we had an extra concert ticket. We took him with us. We went out drinking. It was great. You meet cool people when you do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be afraid to, like, rough it a little bit.
1: I love that shit. That's, Mm -hmm. like, what I live for, so... Was, we were all
2: just on bunks. We had yeah. a locker. Yeah, they do that. private rooms yeah. too, which we've also done, which it's like a bed and a mirror. right? And-
1: yeah, I'm not... I actually... Max just told me about rooms I didn't even know that was a thing, but yeah. it sounds cool. And I like, you know, I'm definitely... definitely do
2: Planet Traveler.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm going to have to look into that for sure. But yeah, Toronto was... I mean, we went to Ottawa. It was my first time going to Ottawa. Ottawa, sick. Never been. Very, very cool city. Um, and then we went to Waterloo, which was fine. Um,
2: Same Waterloo that... Abba sings about different water. I don't know.
1: League.
2: They won Eurovision with that.
1: Wow, noted. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Abba. Um, I'm a disco. Oh, are you? Just
2: oh my god, yeah.
1: Yeah. Why?
2: <laughs> I don't know. My dad says that too. I think he's ashamed of my love for disco. Yeah. I just. It's just
1: interesting. I just don't know a lot of people who.
2: I know nobody really it, you know? is like you're a disco. Fan. Yeah. Right. I um I could talk about disco all day. Where should I even start? Just. I don't know.
1: We can do that as a part two if you want. We can do sure, a full yeah, disco dude. Episode. Yeah.
2: Well, in quick summary, heavy bass lines. I sure. love an orchestral fantasy. It's fun. <laughs> you can also have sad disco. It's I just yeah. love it. But okay. I grew up. My dad was a bass player, so yeah. I love heavy bass lines. Yeah. So funk, disco, soul.
1: I feel like you and my buddy Rory what I would to. get along. My buddy Rory loves all that kind of shit
2: everyone when they hear what i listen to they're like are you 70 i'm like yeah, well, yeah kind of pretty much
1: right yeah you grow up with older parents i, guess I do happened, i yeah. i grew
2: up with some good music honestly
1: i, I mean my dad's like a huge beatles guy so.
2: i love the beatles yeah Beatles. my dad Beach doesn't Boys. like the beatles though really he's a stones guy
1: ah uh, he would always I perform love stones, though, too.
2: he would always perform one beatles song for me it Which was, was very cute uh you can't do that
1: oh Old school Beatles song. Old school yeah. Beatles song. I yeah. think it's the
2: only one he could tolerate.
1: Yeah. I love the Beatles. I'm like a Beatles connoisseur. Love him. Um, and uh, yeah, Stones, Beach Boys. Who's your
2: favorite Beatle? Probably Paul. Me too.
1: Yeah. I was a John Lennon guy for a long time.
2: He would be canceled so hard oh, yeah. now. Oh,
1: yeah. Good thing um, he
2: died. <laughs> Unreal, I mean, okay, if yeah. John Lennon was around right now, he yeah, would be no, annihilated. Right. He right. died on top, dude. Yeah. people are sad about his death um,
1: yeah, I was a big John guy, like I read like a, multiple books on so John have I. yeah <laughs> um, but yeah, he was just I don't know, he was kind of a dick, and he was much more about like the image of the Beatles, like the idea of the Beatles, where Paul was really the true like. Artists, yeah. Like did you watch was, that um
2: the Disney thing? I sure did. That made me like Paul a little less. See,
1: like it made me like him more.
2: It showed it, me how he good he is. I mean, he's fucking fantastic musician. Yeah. He would be like, oh, this is what it needs to sound like, right. and he just played it, and they were like, okay, we'll yeah. go that way. But he was a little too um snooty, a little bit too snooty. Yeah. I mean, he pissed off George. George walked out.
1: Right. I know. I see. I also think George was being a little bitch. Wow. George is being very testy. Controversial takes. Yeah. I like
2: Ringo. He's very unproblematic. Yeah, but he's his, very smiling. He can't
1: write a song to save his life. No, but, bad,
2: bad, bad. But um, happy.
1: Yeah. Also, incredible drummer. Um, is he? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: One of my favorite drummers, one of my newest favorites bands right now is Crew Angbin. Have you ever listened to them?
1: It sounds extremely familiar.
2: They're very good. It's a three piece band. Okay. Um, Laura Lee is the best bassist She is so cool Follow her on Instagram She's got amazing outfits We're gonna see them at Art Park In August they'll be here But they're just It's a bassist, a guitarist, and a drummer And okay. he um, They
1: headlining Art Park? Yeah Interesting um,
2: yeah. They have a lot of songs with Leon Bridges now
1: Yo um, I know I think I'm going to this concert Yeah I think this is the band What is that one song? What's the one song with Leon Bridges That's like very big right now By them I know what it is. It starts with a K. The band starts with a K, right?
2: Crew Angbin. Yeah. yeah. The one that's B-side is good. It's not that
1: one, though. I don't know. I know exactly what this band is yeah. because I had this exact conversation with my girlfriend. But the drummer is fantastic. He's like
2: hip hop beats, kind of. Yeah. He's really, no, really the, good.
1: They're sick. I actually He's like think a jazz I'm, drummer. I kinda. think I'm actually going to that show. So. You should be. Um, well,
2: so is uh, Mallory from the Strip Teasers. I think they're trying to get a bus together. This is for after the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way. All right, well,
1: that, that might be something I'm in for. That yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> um, fuck, I had something I was going to say. Oh, well, we were just talking about the Beatles, but I love Paul because Paul was the clear leader of the band and he wrote the best fucking shit and he was an insane bass player. I watched the first part of that. I want
2: one of his basses.
1: Yeah, the Hoffner yeah. basses. They're watched. so
2: tiny. Mm-hmm. I need a small, small instrument.
1: Okay, well, there you go. Get that one. Yeah. Um, it
2: doesn't look cool enough, though.
1: Really, I think the Hofner. I mean, it's like, beautiful.
2: It looks like a viola. Right, 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 right. But yeah. I want like a
1: bass is what they refer to it as. Oh, yeah. violin. Yeah. Well, okay. same fucking shit. You were on the viola
2: is a little deeper sounding. Yeah. I
1: played the viola.
2: So did my sister.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: Shout I played the us. saxophone. There you go. Fourth grade, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Not I doing see it you now. As a
1: sax person, actually. really? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah.
2: Why? I don't
1: know. All right. I got no explanation for it. I try um, and play the bass now. Yeah
2: i play piano sometimes there you go i'm only as good as i you know tell myself i am right and that's I, all you I, need it's
1: the effort you put into it if you start playing it every day you'll get really good at it you know i know
2: my dad used to make me take lessons yeah
1: i mean i yeah i took guitar lessons growing up really it, it was helpful
2: i remember my piano recital i played fear release
1: whoa i love that song
2: i do too yeah i could play like some of it yeah still that's sick hmm it was all right. It was like the. It's a
1: good party trick if someone's got a piano. You just roll up,
2: <laughs> start playing classical <laughs> music at a party. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can do that yeah. part, and then I'm, then I'm all set. Okay,
1: I can do that part too.
2: All right, Aiden. <laughs> well, well, you weren't at my recital, were you?
1: That's fair. Um, no,
2: I did a piano bit once. That was for like character night at Nietzsche's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have
1: you? I was out. I think you the, weren't there for that. Probably not that one, but I was. Uh, the. My first night I went up was a character night. It was? Yeah.
2: Oh, was it the villain yes. night? I don't think I was there for that. Yeah.
1: No, I think you were getting your gallbladder out.
2: Oh yeah, I was getting my um, gallbladder out.
1: Uh, but yeah, that was the that was the first night I ever went up and I didn't know like it was a themed night that, that night. That sucks. Yeah. But it was fine.
2: You were like, "Hey, I'm Aiden. Right. I don't well, know not what every, you guys are doing." My thing but... was like
1: not everybody did a uh, themes. Like not yeah. everybody who went up. Um, the theme night
2: when up. I did it everyone everyone did something pretty cool. Yeah. I did Concussed Kathy on the Keys because I'd just gotten a concussion. Nice. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And it was inspired by like my dad and all the musicians I grew up watching because everyone, at least when I would watch, they would take fucking forever to get to the next song. So I just would keep playing the intro to easy by the commodores okay and then i would just start talking i'd be like before i get into this like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really that important that i tell yeah. you like where it's coming from in my heart right. and like whatever and Almost would, playing i'd lead the song. up to it again and be like you know guys yeah. it's super you i know. like
1: that a good maybe bit. i'll do it again did it work well
2: i don't remember i was concussed yeah. dude like it was truly <laughs> like fair. two days after a concussion and i was yeah. like "Ooh, all right we'll yeah. yeah. throw that together that's comedy baby yeah. Hit your head and then make it work.
1: There we go. We're putting that on a t-shirt. We're going to market hit that. Hit your
2: head and make it
1: work. Yeah. Um. I'll buy it. Sarah, we've been talking for a while now. Quite some time. And we time. went all over the board, which I loved. Love it. Um. This that's is what, what you I,
2: get with me, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we became friends like quickly. It was like, oh, we understand each other. For mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Sarah, do you have any shows coming up?
2: i have one more show coming up it's tomorrow though so it won't Uh, be i'm hosting the strip teasers it's one of my favorite gigs to do the
1: roast tomorrow
2: after the roast tomorrow i host the strip teasers this will
1: be up next monday so
2: well for all of you that went to see it i'm glad you enjoyed (laughs) the show i probably nailed it so nice it's they're fun to do it's multifaceted Um,
1: and then you're going to new york for a month
2: i'm going to new york for a month i'll be back in August. Damn. So
1: this is the last time I'm going to see you till August. Pro- oh, are going you going to Nietzsche tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, no, probably not.
2: Are you going anywhere before July 1st?
1: Yeah, I'll probably hit some mics. This yeah, week. I'll see you. All right, we'll see each other. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> don't and cry then for you, me. you, you don't. Well, you have to go figure things out before you officially We have
2: move, a lot of right? loose ends to tie up, and then we're not in a rush. We have a lot to figure yeah. out before we officially move. Because I'd rather um, have a little bit of a plan. Sure before moving to the big city so
1: that makes sense we'll see how it goes I want to plan uh Sarah where uh what's your Sarah Morello on uh that's just your social media on Sarah with
2: no h underscore Morello
1: yeah okay that's me perfect I'll throw it in the description as well Sarah thanks for coming on the I am your friend podcast my pleasure uh I wish you well and uh for everybody else listening you know at some point between probably in august until who knows when you'll be able to see her do stand up in buffalo for a little bit longer so uh we'll see you then
2: all right